Up next, the Adult Entertainment Radio Show. You're listening to Unregular Radio. The following program may be intended for adults only. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Unregular Radio, its staff, or affiliates. Furthermore, you should not attempt to recreate any of the situations described as it may prove to be physically, legally, or financially harmful. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hold on to your seats. You are about to engage in a listening experience unlike anything you have ever listened to before. We now present to you Adult Entertainment Radio. What's going on, everybody? It's Adult Entertainment Radio Show back here after uh, three long weeks of hiatus. Uh, back here at the new Dig Tip at the Dig Studio, the new place for on regular radio. Um, I'm here with, of course, Brianna and Jaya. Hello, hello. Good to be here. Good to be back. What's going on? We're, Long time no see, Artie. Yes. Hide note, you know, and, uh, keeping it real. All over the states time. and the Dominican, and like you're running from the marshals or something. I'm a very big suspicious target in town because uh, so. I've lost my cell phone for a period of time. I was out of the state and country. I actually got held up at the Dominican Republic's Customs Agency for almost a half hour. What what'd you do? Don't know. At first, I tell you almost, at first I thought you almost said for almost a half ounce. Oh, yeah. That's like, what I thought you were gonna say. Be... And I was like, when does Artie No, have that would have been well worth it. Just, he's just a secret like drug smuggler. We have no idea about it. Mule and drugs in my ass. That's why he's always going away to like baseball parks in they... different parts of the country. That's, that's what not they, what he's doing. That's what they're called. Baseball Fox. <laughs> Cold name. Yeah, we have uh, a very special guest in the studio tonight. Do you want to bring Absolutely. this Joining fine us. gentleman in? Yeah. Joining us. Good friend of the show. Glad to have him back. Friend of the show, indeed. Uh, friend Will of the Noonan. Show. What's up, everybody? How you doing, Hi, Will? Hey. Hey. Feels great to be here. I like the new studio. You too. It's pretty cool. Looks like... Uh, Doesn't have a mildew smell to it. Yeah, it reminds nice. me of uh, like the set of Caroline in the city. <laughs> <laughs> the big studio, fifth floor, the freight elevator yeah, you got to nice, go up to. It's big loft, lots of colors. World's tiniest elevator, Looks though. like a lot of crazy people in their 30s work here, have a lot of romantic, uh, crazy situations. <laughs> I tell you, it is a uh, cardio uh, exercise just to get up to here if you choose not to take the elevator. But Jay said he took the took the elevator and and uh, tell us a little about that elevator ride. Oh, it's just it's 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 a long one. It goes very very slow. I think I'm just gonna have to suck it up and start taking. It's not the stairs like no an unsafe seal- feeling. No, not at elevator, all. It's just, though. I, I'm it's impatient. Just, yeah. I, I, I don't handle I'm lazy, so it's a I can long, deal with... That's a scary, like, New York City elevator. It is. Yeah. Like a uh, small two- or three-person, if that thing gets stuck, it's like a telephone booth for a day. Jazz <laughs> ain't a long ride, unlike what the girls experience with him. Ooh. Would that be correct? Oh, yeah. Premature ejaculator. <laughs> and don't, right at, don't forget, though, the giggling, too. The g- there's a lot of <laughs> and that. And then the crying afterwards. There's no, I assure you, there's no crying until, like, I, I know for sure she's gone. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I. What? I she just, comes out of your bathroom and you're like, shit, sorry, I totally thought you were gone. You're like crying. I was totally gonna say, uh, have you ever been to someone that actually crawled up in the fetal position after making love to you? I, I uh, have. Oh, really? <laughs> Tell us about I it. I dated a girl once who cried right after we made love to Every it, time? It was the true nightmare that you always are afraid of. Did, like, but that was like her thing? No, it, it wasn't just, the just first like one time. Just the first time. Oh. <laughs> Did she give you a reason? Was yeah, it, I, I was 
I was like really worried, you know, of course, and uh, everything had seemed normal up until that point. And she was just a weird chick, and she just was like, it's just, it's, I'm just so happy. That's what she said. Oh, just so she happy. She was crying oh. in the fetal position. It would have been better to hear her say, like, I'm yeah, sorry, I, like, I I've been having a really bad day. I would have rather, I, I thought she was going to be like, I was molested. <laughs> I, I, I was sure that's what she was going to say. And, and, then, yeah. and then something worse actually came out. <laughs> At least she didn't say, you remind me of my brother. Because that would just be awkward for everyone. You're so much like my dad. Uh, I, have you ever dated a, like a sister of a guy you know? It's one of the hardest things to do because eventually you will see the resemblance. I've gotten oh. a handy dandy from one. Um, <laughs> that's, okay, that's your new thing? And even that was a little... Is it? Did it compare to the one you normally get from her brother? <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> a little she better. Did, she did have a feminine touch. That was about to <laughs> her fingernails were in longer. When we looked deep into each other's eyes, it was a similar feeling. <laughs> My brother's only like a year and a half older than me, so a lot of his friend his friends like at parties have tried to hook up with me, but I've always. And like I don't need to give my brother more reasons to hate me. So I, I remember that. All, that, that was always really weird for chicks I knew, like who had brothers who were like sophomores when we were seniors, and then our their friends would like hook up with the little brother when they were drunk. It was this very weird oh, vibe. Wait, older girls, the older would, girls hook would hook up with the younger guy. Yeah. Younger, that's not it, okay. I, well, it happens. Two years. I, I hooked mean, up with sophomores when I was a senior. Yeah, why not? No. Yeah, yeah, dude. I hope. When I was a senior in college, girl, when I was a junior, when I was a senior in college, I was hooking up with sophomores in high school. There you go. Giggity, giggity, sixteen in Massachusetts. Oh, it's not. It's it's the thing. It's not knowing like a state statute of like as far as like how young a a girl can be that it's still technically legal, but it's how well you can quote the statute that just really is upsetting, Artie. It was. It's a fact. (laughs) I've been studying it very, very often, and when I go to foreign countries, I make sure I I freshen up on it a little bit. Like Like, for example, Massachusetts legal to bang a sixteen-year-old, illegal to show her pornography. Whoa! Even it's 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 a fine line you cross. So you have to give her alcohol and drugs to get her in the mood, is what you're saying. <laughs> I actually had a, a Saugus policeman tell me that the other. I thought I always assumed it was 18, and he was saying there was this like prom next to a comedy show I was doing. Oh god! And I was like, uh, "Wow, some real like." Yeah, I go, "What is that a prom?" He goes, "It's a semi." And I was like, "I think I got a semi." <laughs> 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 he was like, "He was like, hey man, this is a cop in uniform. He's a cool guy. He's like, hey man, the fucking age of the consent of mass is 16." And I was like, "What? Giggity giggity." You know what's great is like proms and like semi formals. They and used to chubs. be, they used to be so much more wholesome. But now girls just use it as an extra, as an excuse to like dress up like more of whores. Yeah. Like they're like like Halloween. Really like whorish, Oscar. but in like, like informal wear. But yeah, but in like a really expensive whorish dress. Club wear. <laughs> like the kind of thing Uncle Frank model or has oh, his model. Uncle oh, Frank. Yep. The club Uncle wear. Frank. And uh, if, uh, I should mention, if we call into the studio, we get a new number here. Uh, I don't know if we updated it on the website. It is, is 617-206-1050. That's 617-206-1050, which equivalently is the size of my penis. How about that? And in honor of the, centimeters. New, in honor of the new studio, the, it's, uh, New Digs is the hashtag if you want to live tweet the episode new as well. Hashtag. Already did it. Let's nice. hash that up. I'm tweeting at Will Noon, and you can follow me. So... <laughs> Go redhead and there do that. <laughs> so as we all know, we do broadcast live from Boston. Uh, we were supposed to go on last week, but unfortunately... Um, Something uh, happened. Was, I can't was, recall. There was an incident in town. Sort of weird. Right. 
And uh, Jay, you said you uh, wanted I, to I wrote say a, a little bit. I wrote a, a, a kind of a special edition of Wait What around that. Oh, um, and it's, I know. It's, it's, later, oh, I met up at a bar with Brianna where she just sat there and cried uh, while she was wasted the whole yeah, time. She cried like me after I think a girl left for being done with sex. Uh, I just want to but, shut down the contact me on my webpage before okay. uh, no. JR starts this. It's a, it is, I, I'll admit it's a bit maudlin, but I don't, I, I don't think I go uh, too over the top. You're going to go. Uh, special rants. edition of Wait What? for uh, April 22nd, 2013. Um, and while last week's been a bit of a haze for me, it's also left me with some incredibly vivid memories as well. Um, you know, I remember the initial messages asking how close I worked to Copley Plaza and if I was all right. And I remember also sending out the proactive text to out-of-state family members to let them know that I was fine. Um, I remember the cops and federal agents with assault weapons and armored urban uh, vehicles lined up along the building entrances where I worked. And, you know, I remember seeing the video on the news of the explosions and the victims being wheeled away, you know, what, from what seemed like on a loop. And I remember calling into work to find out I still had to go in on Friday uh, and hearing on the car radio, on the cab radio, that cab service has been suspended and a stay-in-place order was put into effect quite literally as I was getting out of the cab. Uh, to go to work. But at the same time, I also remember thinking of a dumb joke about sitcom tropes and bottle episodes that I could put on Twitter about being stuck at my office. And I remember seeing people who may have been terrified still going out to bars and restaurants and seeing comics and musicians and artists putting together shows every single night to collect money for the one fund. But I think what I'll remember most about what happened last week was April 16th and Tuesday morning when people got up and they took the tea and they went to work. I didn't. Now, I'm not from Boston. I stayed in my apartment. <laughs> Thanks. It's me trying to be inspiring, but I... Uh, Breaking the mood like you're just walking into your lane, your high school yeah. crush. Oh, Thanks. Keep going. I don't know. That was, that was pretty much where it's tied up, but is that I know I'm not from Boston uh, personally. I'm actually not even from this state, but... Or this planet. Or this planet, but I will say that this is home for me, and it's not just home for me. Or people not from the state. You, but it's uh, you molested your first kid here, right? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm done. Exactly. It was, you know, I, I did it really get like too over the top? Did no, I go no, too no, shitty no. there? Like I thought no. I was being inspiring no. and trying to did like. Did you get high and watch the president give a speech? No, and no, then no. we just don't want to. We just want to cry anymore. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that's. I think that was actually extremely poignant. 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 Yeah. Poignant. Yeah. As per usual. As per usual. Having said that, irregardless, because I got a lot of fucking pregnant. Pauses over here. <laughs> it's, it's tough, though. It is tough to talk yeah. about without. Like I was, uh, I, did, I did shows all weekend, and it was like uh, I was the out of, I was the Boston guy at the club because I was in I was in New Haven, and it was kind of like uh, I had to say something every set about it. And it was it's it's, it's a hard thing to talk. But about. you had a good line. I saw you do it at the Milky Way. Like I did. What was it? I, I, was I, it a, a I was, black I was, a, I was a few I, black and cherries in. Uh, I had a couple drinking. lines about it. I did one. Well, I was in New York City on. Is that the one? I was in New York think, City yeah, on yeah. September 11th, and I was in Boston on this attack. I'm thinking about just moving to North Korea and doing the world a favor. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, actually didn't find out um, about anything into my plane. Actually, I lost my cell phone. I had a six five thirty in the morning flight. Lost my cell phone somewhere between Logan Airport and Charlotte, North Carolina. Have no clue where it is. Landed in the Dominican Republic. Uh, finally realized I didn't have my cell phone on me. My girlfriend's like, uh, your mom just texted me. Uh, Boston blew up. Oh, okay. Terrific. So I immediately uh, go on my wa- I, uh, iPad and I pop on uh, Channel 7, uh, Channel 5 News. 
and uh, try to get some information. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. You know what, though, man? What do you think is the best news station in the city? Uh, you know what? Them? I go four, five, seven. I go five. Fucking I fucking like hate that seven, guy, dude. Kinda. Which one? Uh, the, the short guy with uh, the guy who's at the desk who like thinks he's Walter Ed Hodden. Cut. Yeah, he's yes. always like, hold on, hold on a second now. Uh, now, now, well, me and my wife Joan, we go to that <laughs> restaurant, and I know for a fact that in the back of there is a garbage can. Uh, could you go back there and check that garbage can real quick? The, the best part about Ed Hodden is that he used to uh, hate him. He used to be the sports guy yeah. back when I was a kid. And I remember him. He used to be like, uh, you know, like a you know third string of sports guy. He used to be out in Fenway Park. Ah, oh, the Red Sox lost oh, another yeah. game. He was terrible. And uh, I actually met him in person. Do you realize he's like four ten? The guy's like a legal yeah. midget. And he used to be he used to be like three hundred pounds. Yeah, he yeah. Lost a bunch of it. And he got that elastic band shit. The, the funny thing is when the two of them, when he and the uh, anchor the lady, band. Yeah. yeah, when they have to do like the you know the side by side photos, he's yeah. actually on a milk crate. Oh yeah, and man. I swear to God, he's on a Dude, goddamn next, stool. I watch that shit like like all the time. Channel Five. I love to. Hate that guy, and I watch it just to, to shit all yeah. over him. He makes the news about himself every single day. Oh, he, absolutely. He doesn't, he doesn't need a national big tragedy to do it. He'll do it about like the like they got three inches of snow in uh, in Wrentham, and he'll be like, "Man, snow." I'll tell you what. Uh, when I came in this morning, I almost slipped. I sw- I went a whole two inches in my driveway, and my wife Joan she saw me and she said, "Are you okay?" And I said, "Joan, I'm fine. Put the kettle on. I'll be back later." The, the great part, the Channel Five, I like because they have, they have the hottest weather women in the. In the in the country, Channel Five. Oh yeah, they got some good. I think they recruit just for looks. Well, seven and twenty-five are all hot chicks. That's true. It's almost like watching the Spanish network. Would yeah, you say that, that, English. Does that one of the women with... on Channel Five has been on since I was a kid, and she's. She, I used to think she was so pretty, and she's just getting old looking Heather now. Heather Kahn, she was. Yeah, hot. yeah, she's she's still like she's like a hotter old lady, still but she's cr- an old lady. I remember now. when I was a little kid, like. Opie and Anthony when they were on AAF they yeah. used to talk about Heather Kahn Heather Kahn about, oh. I would the weather person who really uh. gets me going uh, uh, Al, Al Caprelian <laughs> hey guys what's going on Peachy are you only coming with Sunday night later he was on the stormfront the winds of New England WGBH Derry New Hampshire oh yeah the glass yes of course he's such a douche it's awesome I love him he's got a small following I used to watch he used to be on after Charles and Chaj on 6.30s during the week he had his own like slogan and everything. That guy. Did you actually like watch the Charles yes. and Charge reruns? I like, I, no, it wasn't a rerun. It was actual when it was still on the still air. on the air. Yeah. Wait, how? When was Charles and Charge? Charles, Charles was late eighties, early nineties. Okay. Yeah. The kids, the girl was getting older as we were getting older. Okay. Uh, the, the blonde from Baywatch was like. Hitting, if I was born, hit white wine around the time we were kids. If I was born five years earlier, that's why I'd probably be jacking into Charles and Judge. Uh, well, who's that? Ch- Charles. Who, who is Charles anyway? He was Scott on, Bale. Scott yeah. Bale. He was on Joni Loves Chachi. He's famous. He, he directs television shows now. He directs he really? a lot of your favorite shows. Yeah, episodes. <laughs> he really does. He, like, Specifically, he directs, Artie's. He directs. Like, he directed like episodes of like uh, Two and a Half Men and like oh, uh, shit. Arrested oh. Development, I think. He's oh, a, Arrested yeah. Development. I like Good that show. guy. Good shows as well. Well, yeah, he was Bob Loblaw on uh, on Arrested Development, the uh, other attorney that they were recording. Yeah, yeah. but I, I didn't think he directed it. Yeah, Fred Savage, and uh, he directed an episode of that, and I think... Uh, Henry Winkler directed Jay Shadra Shankar. Fred you know Savage. Oh, I remember the Wonder Years. He directs... He still directs TV shows. He, direct, he directs... Oh, um, yeah, no. He makes a lot of stuff now. It's that show. Including Hot Chocolate on, on Cold Nights. And then there's... Uh, <laughs> 
Who's that? His his younger like brother Ben. <laughs> oh shit, sure, right? uh, Ben. They're bringing that show world. back, you know. Remake. Yep. Boy Meets World. It's a banger. Oh, oh my god. Just, oh, Topanga still looks hot these days. So they're going to be playing. Oh, god, they're yeah. going to be playing the parents on the new show. What? That's awesome. Topanga and Corey. Yeah, and they're their kids now. That's what it should boy. be called. Is Topanga. Well, that's one of my favorite Drake lyrics. I ain't on the fence about it. I ain't Mr. Feeney. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the great part about being a child star is you just wait ten years, you can play the parents on that He's same gone show. Wilson on that line too. Could have, but I thought Wilson would have been better, and I've yeah. used that on stage. Mm. Nice. I, had, I made the same thought connection. What other creepy neighbors have there been in the <laughs> I past? Love Rock home out. Improvement. Home Improvement had creepy neighbor. He wasn't Wilson. creepy. He was creepy. philosophical and wise. Would you bang him? Those were the best I scenes. I don't really think no, that. I, I wouldn't bang an old the man. The best part of every episode creepy. of Home Improvement was when he, Tim would go back there and talk to Wilson about the problem. That was the best part. <laughs> and then part. he'd say it to Jill and get it all wrong. It was wacky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Wilson would like, like, you'd always be like, why don't you just go talk to Wilson at like nine in the morning and everything mm. will be good for the rest of the day. And so you wait until you fuck up your whole life. And Wilson's always, <laughs> and he's always doing some kind of weird project outside. Yeah, he's like, oh, I was making a wig out of bees. <laughs> making a, <laughs> making beef stew for the entire year. Yeah, I was smoking a uh, clam I'm uh, basket. I'm eels to make <laughs> my eel pie. But what I never understood was it took place in Michigan. Yeah. And it always yeah. seemed like it was a beautiful day out there. Like, doesn't, doesn't Michigan have... Oh, no, they had snow. They had snow days. Today, a special, special usually episode I, of... Uh, yeah. Well, they had a lot... Well, Usually the Thanksgiving and the Christmas episode. And Tim Allen, by the way, a hero and success story. He like did like three years in prison and yeah. then came out and got famous. On the TV. real lesson is to roll over on your friends, kids. And he still That's does stand up. Rat on everybody if you Drop ever get busted. That is I, that what happened to him? Oh, yeah. He turned state on everybody <laughs> oh, that he was on with. And then Holy. he became famous. So oh, he, everybody. He, was, he was with John Belushi night he died. That died. Allen. Oh, really? Yeah. That Jonathan Taylor Thomas was adorable, wasn't he? Isn't he so. gay now? He's very kissable. I don't think so. I, think, I don't think. I don't know. He's directing I, television shows. I swear to God that he is. Did anybody see the whole, like, um, behind the, the VH1 behind the story on Home Improvement? No. And, like, so, they, uh, when, the last, like, two years of the show when you didn't see Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh, at all because they gonna... said he was in Costa Rica, it's really because, like, ABC got wicked pissed at him because and, like, Home Improvement because he, like, we was trying see, to he have was started doing movies instead and, like, lying to them about it. And we all know how Totally he was like Beaver famous when we he were was. Yeah. I remember they used to have the uh, the team jungle bop. to jungle. Hey, what was it? No, no, um, not not jungle to jungle. What's the one the where that was, uh, that was a porno movie? No, the <laughs> one where Chevy Chase is his stepdad. Oh, Man of the House. Oh, yeah. That was a horrible movie. It's probably Chevy Chase's worst work. How many pedophiles do you think were born out of Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> one, you're talking to one right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what it takes. It's not like it's not some odd pathology. You just see a boy one time that's you know that how like beautiful you know how like there's like Kate Upton so hot that like straight chicks are like I'd fuck her. Like Jonathan Taylor Thomas is like such I'd a sexy him. kid that yeah. <laughs> I'll I'm not him. even a pedophile, and I'd molest that I'll kid. Take him he's delightful. He's, he's hot. <laughs> what was the name of that magazine? The Tiger magazine? What, Tiger Beat? Tiger, Tiger Beat used to have the uh, the pull-outs where you could pull uh, the posters of them on the wall and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I remember having one of those. I was pretty obsessed with, like, NSYNC. <laughs> Dude, I, I seriously, kid, so. I used to sneak away from my mom at Stop and Shop and look through those so I could look at pictures of Alex Mack. Remember Alex, Alex Mack? Oh. Did you Smoke really? Show. Smoke who, who, Show. What's her... What's her, her name? And, and, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen, the other hottie. Uh, oh, yeah. Kelly, McCa- Kelly Kapowski. From I, used to have, I used to fantasize about... Who was a weird name? Larissa Olyanik. That was... Yeah, she was in like 10 she things is, I hate um, about you. insane now. How, do you know how sad that is? She, she wrote a what book. What kind of insane? She wrote a 200-page like, book where every single word in the book is separated by a comma. Uh, really? And it's completely... 
I actually, I actually have it saved on my phone. It just seems like uncomfortable <laughs> to type. It I think was, it's a little crazy she, that you saved it. I saved it because I was like, this isn't. She's. It's. It's actually kind of sad. She's like a. Uh, she's like schizophrenic. She's lost okay. touch connection. So, so with mentally the world. crazy, not like I'm a born again obnoxious oh, yeah, Christian like and no, hate gay she, people crazy or she's drug legitimately, addict crazy. But. Legitimately a you know a mental. Oh, uh, she's an she's an Atlas shrugged too. She's thirty one years old, huh? That's that's how old Lisa is. Yeah. Wow, I thought she would be. Uh, I thought she would be older than that. Where's she resigning now? Because I want to track it down. I probably have a chance to. Artie's you know, gonna find her high school yearbook photo and <laughs> Google still it active. and search she, it. And... 2014. She's gonna be in a show called Ghosts, or a movie show called Ghosts. Yeah. It doesn't. Again, yeah, it's, maybe it's, it's directed, written, directed by her inside of her head. <laughs> it's the sequel to Patrick Swayze. They're gonna actually use Patrick Swayze's ghost. Lisa, it'll be like, oh, be like so Tupac so at a Lars Voorhees meltdown <laughs> continues. Oh yeah, she was one who kind of went off the deep end there. Oh boy, look at the name I she has Lisa though. L- Larissa Lisa Yeah, but look at the middle name. How do you fucking oh, pronounce that? Roman Ovenna. <laughs> Check this out. The drama started in May when she appeared in a Yahoo interview sporting a questionable choice of makeup. Mm. <laughs> That's got to be bad when people are actually like calling it a questionable choice of makeup. You know what I mean? During the interview, she would break off mid-sentence and start mumbling to herself as she stared off into space as if talking to someone who was not there. <laughs> Who is this again? She explained. She Alex, explained. Alex Mack. Mack. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This is Lisa from Saved what? by the Bell. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay. I have uh, a yeah. strong spiritual sense. You caught me in moments of prey, which doesn't even make sense. She speaks in like uh, her own language that she kind of makes up. A Tongues? <laughs> well, I think it's quite comical. Yeah. I'll put it to you like this. Outside contract. Everything is funny. Beautiful pictures, though. Don't you think? <laughs> Like weird shit, dude. And this, there's all there's a comma in between every word. Uh, no, that's her book. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can. Oh no, 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 no that, that's, it? But that's you know what's funny. That's about her just talking. Lisa about Turtle is uh, she's a Jehovah Witness. Lars Vort. The reason I know this yeah, because yeah. I I made a Jehovah Witness when I was 16 years old go to hell because she had sex with me, and um, <laughs> I was not one of her kind. And she tried. I made to rec- her go to hell because <laughs> she had sex with she me. She tried to recruit me multiple times. And uh, I refused. And she goes, well, Lisa Turtle is a Jehovah Witness. I go, well, I do fantasize about Lisa Turtle. So I do would consider this. But on, on the other hand, can you work in a threesome? Because I thought they all knew each other. Because, you know, <laughs> there's fun. like networking. Yeah. yeah. So she, so That's you were debate. like, hey, so uh, maybe maybe some sex. And she was like, all right. Sex, sex, yeah, see, see. I sit okay. down, down, down in Dominican Republic, sex, sex, and they brought me over six beers. And I go, oh, six, sex. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, Will. Did oh, I interrupt sorry, you? my fault. <laughs> no, no, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, you okay. <laughs> Do you want to hear the fucking oh, Lisa book? I finally found it. Oh, Absolutely. Please. This is uh, this is the first uh, chapter, and there's a comma between every single word. <laughs> Four ages. We have learned to search for the truth about life, the truth in regard to the opolis <laughs> insight. Facts ascertained according to the willing advance of theme and time. Can I see this? Makes a lot of sense. I, yeah, no, I, I get it. I don't know what the fuck your problem is. Yeah. <laughs> I was slightly painful to listen New to. New borders of parental discovery <laughs> tailed to the wind. I think of she just. To <laughs> shelter. I don't know if she wrote this. I think she just ghost wrote it for uh, William Shatner. 200 page book. <laughs> it does. 
sound like William Shatner saying it. See what she looks like nowadays? She, she's a bit of a mess. Apparently she's had some bad plastic surgery. Read the last, read that last, like, sentence there. At Hominy's length, comma, we, comma, trivial. Travel, 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 travel. Asking Artie to read is a kind of an exercise. The, the, the chefs or the chiefs—I'm not confused. I get that word mixed up all the time. Of, <laughs> of known ability to prevail. We put six point on the spread for the chiefs of hot ship. I think you just invent by changing the word <laughs> chef with chief. You just you just invented like seven thousand sketches, like commander and chef, oh. <laughs> chef of police. I think Artie might chief. actually be how dyslexic. About, how about, I am dyslexic. How about Swedish really chef am. of police. <laughs> bork, bork. And who that, names that, that kid This woman's been raped. Hardy, bork, bork. Hey, in the bork. This just in. Mike Napoli hit a grand slam off A.J. Griffin in the bottom I of the I've seen that. It's, I mean, like, I made a move a little bit. Like he, hit, <laughs> like he ricocheted the ball off his head. That was a great <laughs> video, by the way, Artie. Your fan cave video. Did you like that? I did like that. I, I sent it to a few people. I feel if I lost. I'm actually starting my uh, campaign for next year. It was year. bullshit that the kid the beat who was from a New York. Red Sox fan was from New York. Yeah, it's bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, uh, that's the bullshit. worst thing about New Haven, where I was all weekend. It's like 50-50 New. It's fifty-fifty uh, Yankee Red Sox. Yeah, well, I call it the Connecticut River. If you're yeah. east of the Connecticut River, you typically love the Sox. If you west of, because if you go to west of the Mass, people out there like yeah. the Yankees and stuff too. You know, traders. It's, it's, it's the uh, Connecticut River borderline. A lot of Vermonters like uh, the Yankees and all that fun stuff. But I, I just not, don't think if you like the Yankees, you can like the Patriots as I, well. I was I, like I was in the pool of a man. This weekend, and uh, right. I saw the pictures. <laughs> yes, and uh, he had a Red Sox tattoo, a Celtics and Bruins tattoo, and was wearing a Giants hat. Ugh. And he tried to explain to me, which I buy it, but I understand where he was coming from. But it's like he likes winning. That he he likes men, <laughs> and um, no, he no, that the, <laughs> he, likes he goes well back when I was a kid. The Patriots didn't even exist. So I was just like the Giants. He said it like that. Yeah, that's always like how old was he? That's always like sixty, maybe. Okay. But I don't know if he had a sock in his crotch. But he was just I don't like it when Italian. you meet someone who's a co- big fan of a college, like like someone who's like a huge, um, like Kansas, like Jayhawks well, fan or something like that. Especially if you didn't even go <laughs> That's to what that I mean. school. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, I didn't go there, and I don't have anything to do. My dad didn't go there, nothing. Just like That's embarrassing. Yeah, you, they, yeah. some, some people have gambling problems, and you can't do pro sports all the time. I guess. Yes. I guess so. that's, that's what college fandom is. Let's just... Just be honest about it. The amount of money that is made in college sports gambling is absolutely. Did you guys, uh, when you guys were in the Dominican Republic, did you do anything weird sexually? That's usually what happens on vacation. Uh, we were with, uh, it was, it was us and it was two other couples. You, should, <laughs> you guys should come to the place with me and, 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 and uh, layers and hang them on Thursdays. Apparently, you just drop your shoes on the jar on the bar. It's one of those old school ones, and you oh. pick one up and you call it a night. Yeah, hang them. I'm sure that you'd walk away with something real nice. <laughs> you'd walk away with something. Hang them off your junk. Oh, you know when I was a, when I was a karaoke like man, I uh, DJed a swingers party once in Did New you York uh? at a secret loc. It was like a place, a moving location. They told me where it was like an hour before. Yeah, I, I've been to a couple of those. Yeah, was the, everybody wearing masks like in that nope. episode of Always Sunny? No, there was actually catered. some guys there who were like uh, mostly was it catered. Guys. <laughs> uh, it was it was catered. There was <laughs> I was there to host karaoke. Catering they felt orgy. like singing karaoke. Only two people all night ended up singing karaoke, but it I was, was a there. front. 
in case they did that. <laughs> well, I heard a lot. Is that true about the swingers clubs you've been to? Or did they have like a like a buffet like with like, oh, yeah. like lo mein yeah. and like finger food and you'd shit, be, like like really salty fatty foods? You, like would, the, you wouldn't the, even the know if you walked thing. in, right? Like well, right no. away. Well, they're usually in disclosed areas because um, <laughs> you're fucking in a. Bar, Why is, is Florida like the sexual <laughs> capital of America? It's very. Uh, interesting. More, you know what? I I disagree. That actually I've heard, and I don't know if you can attest to this at all. Anthem, uh, Arizona, okay. much bigger uh, uh, place for swingers. Is it really? Older swingers, and that there's a purple rock uh, system that people have, like in their, you know, because their front yards are all gravel and shit. Yeah, and that you adjust, you arrange your purple rocks in a certain way as to indicate, really? like, wow. I'm I'm a man, like alone at home waiting for another lady or man or several is, people. Uh, I gotta do some research on I, this. I would love to learn the system and go back to just rearrange the rocks on everybody's well, door. I could just, do you a favor. Just chuckle. I will do some research on this because uh, I'm fascinated about this. I, well, I when are you going back out to Chase Field or the or the Cactus League? to watch. Are you Sep- going for next spring training to check no, out some games? Well, September I'm going to be driving through Arizona, going from uh, New Mexico to Vegas, but hey, I'll make a pit stop. <laughs> I'll look for those blue rocks. That is crazy. That is pretty it's fascinating. Forks is what he's You can't be seeing any young women at these things. You be, you know, it's funny that you said that because it's it's a weird mix. Like in Vegas, I was fascinated by the mix of ages. There was like dudes just like me just hanging out, having a cigar and Drinking and loving off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we uh, pulling their little taffy between well, their legs. You guys remember uh, Eric from the uh, Adi and Eric show? Me and him went out to one. You mean and Ginger? Ginger, yes. Who? Who? <laughs> and, uh, what? We go in. We're the only two guys in there. And uh, apparently, some of these swinging clubs in Vegas actually have hookers that work in there. And uh, there's but one. But didn't get raided? Stop <laughs> it. Well, we got raided, but not because we had hookers in there. Because alcohol wasn't allowed in there. Well, uh, so they put us told us to pour our like beers out. Like a speakeasy in the twenties. Well, Eric had a, a nine-month pregnant <laughs> hooker on him, jerking him off, and um, nine-month pregnant. Yeah, well, so that's really like a threesome. There isn't any well, alcohol right? in your mouths right now. <laughs> the cop comes in. and He goes, "Hey, there's no drinking here, right?" And Eric had it. And the girl goes, "Quit putting it away." And he thought he meant his his dick. And he, no, the bear hide it. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, the cop, the cop took his bear, but his dick was out. So I guess it was cool. Um, so <laughs> I yeah, guess that's fine. The first time was the first time I went to a swingers club was by accident. I was I was wandering in Vegas into the really, and the lady said fifty dollars. I'm like, oh, that's not bad. And I walk to into. Live. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that it's not completely unexpected when your lead in though is yeah. I was wandering around. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no full full full. They're already there. I mean, clearly yeah. they don't. Have shame. Many I met boundaries a, uh, or shame. I've only been to one, so I have no, no. I can't compare and you to Hardy. Te- and you I was working, kinda, yeah. but I did meet a bunch of people there, and I met a, I met the pimp of like, because uh, they brought they brought in like prostitutes. It's kind of like a stocked pond. Yep. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And uh, exactly like you said, and uh, this guy was about as scummy as a scumbag. Like he was, he was like a big old kind of fat guy, and he brought over this girl who was, I mean, she was unbelievably gorgeous, but he. He was like, she's 18. She's a dancer. He's like, turn around, honey. Turn around. Show him what you got. And this guy was just so, it was like something out of a movie, you know? He's like Uncle Frank. And he was like, yeah. and you just know he banged her. You know what I mean? To get that to, sounds like, worse oh, yeah, to yeah. me than like the, the pimp in the beginning of True Romance. Yeah. I just remember That's... being like, fuck. He was or, giving us like 400 bucks or to be on. And I, was like, I don't think you need a swingers club well, for that. Well, what I found, I was in uh, Phil- Philadelphia Airport the other day cry, um, crossing over. They have these things called um, the hourly sleep uh, lounges. Did you see those things? No. Did you ever see one of those? No. I, I've I, heard of them, I think. I walked by, and it was literally, you could rent a bed for an hour in the hotel, and it was like a nice, like com- it was like almost like a Marriott-type thing that looked like. You walk in there. And oh, you, wow. So you could take a nap if you have a long delay, or you, you have to spend the night or something like that. But you uh, have to where have, was this? But you had to have Philly. a plane ticket for it to like, Well, yeah, you have to be, you have to be in the terminal. Yeah. Anyways. But I go, I 
go to my girlfriend. I go, holy shit. I'm like, you could take a nap or you could do something else yeah, in there. That's I'm true. Like, yeah, you could fucking I'm like, I think it would require you to have like one room per person and you can't sneak out. Well, I don't know how or? you take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, you know, you got to get the poison out that's before right. you fall asleep. When the poison's out, it's like a sleeping pill. It's better than the NyQuil. Absolutely. You know what I mean. You ever have, you ever, you ever, you ever, uh, ejaculation. I was going to say, you ever race, like take some NyQuil and then see if you can get the poison out that's before true. you fall asleep? That is, that is a, it's a fun game. Have you ever, that's the, we've all been there when you're too drunk or too stoned to like really even do it, but you give it like the old try for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're just like pulling on your limp penis and you're I've like, done that in the wow. shower before and I can actually see it melting in my hand. Yeah. And you, and then, <laughs> And what it's it's gone. It's it literally like, melting's the going? perfect word because it's like watching a ice cube fall on a hot sidewalk. Yeah, it's, and no matter how yeah. much gone so fast. I mean, I know when I'm really drunk, I love pulling on my limp. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite pastimes. I can't picture a girl drunkenly masturbating. It happens. <laughs> it doesn't not drunk, happen. A drunkenly dildo. It's sad. That's, you know that, what? That, that's an occurrence from like day drinking and you that's, go home by yourself. That seems really unappealing and like there's like a lot of shouting that's just not sexy at all. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I need to get more batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Silver. You don't need a vibrator to masturbate. Jesus. Of course not, but I'm saying like if you're drunk. You think they did in the olden days. It's true. No, it's I'm no. saying if I were no, drunk no. and I was a chick, no, I would Vibrators go back to the, to the Victorian age. This, it was the Egyptians. A, it, no, it was, it was a treatment. Uh, Cleopatra well, have one? She may, she may have dildos. I don't know if she had vibrators, but, uh, but the vibrators were for treatment of hysteria in women. Which was, <laughs> no, because and Ben Quick. They have uh, a hand crank No, on she them? filled it with bees. I'm not kidding you. She filled oh, a jar. Oh, yeah. No, I remember. a phallic yeah. jar with bees and humped it. Oh, Cleopatra. What? That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty that's insane. That's that sounds dangerous. No, Masturbation was dangerous back mm-hmm. in the day. It's a lot safer now. It's dangerous now. Yeah. Boy, I do it. Yeah. Even sex with a dangerous. belt and a bag over your head. <laughs> like when the girl had her like time of the month. I mean, that was a mess. She had to go out of the. She had to leave the the village. Otherwise, she'd attract bears. Yeah, they, they <laughs> made just, them that's, go that's into just like science. they made them go into like caves and stuff yeah. and, and be by themselves for a few days. I'm like, you know, I actually wouldn't mind. Maybe that's where the anger. Maybe that's where the anger comes from. Like, everybody leave me they didn't do a very good job shaving back then. I'm sure they didn't have razors. So. That's a big part of my act right now is pubes. It's yeah, like whole, I, I have like ten minutes about talking about pubes. It's a big part of my. It really is, and it's like it's funny because like it starts off where it can be like a divisive topic, and, and not everyone's on my side. But every night by the end of it, it's like eighty-nine-year-old women are laughing at the pube material. I mean, what, what, what year? We're in two thousand. What year is it? What year is it? Artie is not from. Young Artie's boy, from the what future. day is it? No, but just thinking about swingers. Shaving pubes have only been around for forty years. And yeah. The humans have been on this planet for hundreds of thousands. They used to like trim them back, and I'm sure Did like they, they use I mean, them what though. You know, you guess so. Knives. I mean, I mean well, I as soon as someone shaved their beard, they must have thought, "Why stop here? What? Let's let's <laughs> let's shave the down there." Uh, I agree with Will. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that I makes mean, sense. Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna add that to the joke, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people like. Nobody tells you to do that when you're like a teenager, but you figure it out because you like you're like. Well, one oh. day you're just like it well, gets too one long. Day you're like a girl and you shave your legs and you're like you know I'm gonna. 
Give this a whirl. I like being in a foreign country and looking at foreigners, and when they have their like bikinis on, you can actually see a little bit of that um, on the sides. Uh, crusty clown hair coming off the side. I dig that actually. Do you? That's I'm gross. Ca- I actually, that is so gross. I don't like. Here's the thing. Sicko. You would I don't dig like, that, wouldn't you? I don't like chicks who don't shave their legs, but a woman who like unabashedly doesn't shave her armpits or like or her like bush, oh, I find move really to France, you I know, socialist. I'm I'm, <laughs> armpits. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, really? I don't understand it. But just like, I think it's just, it's specifically like, because it's a very like unapologetic, like brash thing for them. Like, it's a kind of like a. Oh, you like, you like the militaristic type of broad. Yeah. I kind of do. Like a GI Jane. I like, Jane. Uh, yeah, I like, his I like mom's the mean. In the military. <laughs> he wants a broad like his mom. Is she? Dude, yeah, yeah. My, yeah oh, no, wow. she retired, but yeah, she was in the army for twenty-seven years. <clears throat> I always. I always unintentionally psychologically dissect people. I, dude, I, I trust me. No, my last relationship was incredibly Oedipal. So I like bitching like chicks. Yeah, she, she controls you. Really? No. Jenna? No. I think so. No. She was bitchy, That's why you cried for a few months after. She ran the JF factor. No. I I, 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 I I date kind of bitchy broads, too, so I can relate with that. <laughs> I don't say I, as, as one of her good friends, I can definitely <laughs> attest to make, that. She used to make you dress up as a woman and go to the movie theaters. That actually happened. Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> oh, I did. That's next week's Wait What. No. Was it Rocky Horror Picture Show? No, that didn't. That never happened. It was, oh. it was Titanic it just, 3D. Yeah. She, yeah. I made, I made her sit in the water. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still got some. Kick it, kick it. Something. Ugh. She did a sketch of JR laying on the couch with like his. I hope the audience can hear that. His heart of the ocean. That humming. What is that? Yeah, what? Yeah, that thing. Fan. Think so. Think fan. Pumping the hot air out of this room. Thank God. I was gonna say it kind of sounds like we're broadcasting live from a a boat engine room. Oh, that hum note. Yeah. I was gonna say we're we're from the bottom of what's those? What's that show? Deadliest Catch. One of those boats. Santa Maria. I'm down there working on the engine, changing the oil. Shy. What are you doing down here? That's from Titanic. Get out of here. There are not nearly enough lifeboats on this boat. That's my favorite line. Ho, ho. The irony of it. <laughs> Just in a matter of 45 minutes later, that boat would be sinking. That's a good movie, though, huh? I've started going to a it's nail salon that plays, like, chick flicks on, like, the TV there every time you go. Yeah. They're playing Titanic last time I went. That's it was fantastic. fantastic. My first date was Titanic. And and they serve, like, uh, wine and sangria and stuff, too. Wow. So you can drink wine and watch Titanic. My first date was a girl named, with a girl named Liz. It was seventh grade. It was at the foot Titanic. She was a redhead. We spent 35% of the movie sitting next to each other. The other 65, I was confused of what she enjoyed more, me or the movie. Because I was at the whole time movie, she was into Leo, and I'm, I was trying to make a move on her. I was touching a boob, touching this and stuff like this. And you went for the boob grab in seventh grade, First huh? date, we're all, we're all in. This is a future swinger of America. Went for the she, uh, she probably didn't have very good self-esteem. I wanted to touch those tissues. <laughs> Well, because she, she let you touch her boobs on no, the first date. No, she didn't date. let me. She, she like she karate chopped me. That's why we didn't see each other next to each other for sixty five percent of the movie. Oh, so she actually like moved a seat away from you. Uh, how about a row? Awesome. <laughs> that's that's good. We sat, we sat, Are you serious? And then you guys get a wait after for like one of your parents yeah. to come pick you up. No, luckily we that was North Rivera, so we could walk to the walk home from the movie theater. Oh, but. dude, that's a terrible. That's yeah, hilarious. that's not tough. She broke walk. up with me like twelve hours later via. Uh, Oh, I, it was just telephone back then. Yeah, didn't have anything else, right? Yeah, give me the old, old call to the house phone. Oh, I remember Her. those days. Her I remember wife. breaking up with a girl from Sharon, and it was really bad on the phone. And no, Nowadays, you can just text them. Yeah. You can get it over with quick if, I, if they're seeing them again. 
Uh, I just found out a guy I was like dating in like the early part of the year now has a girlfriend and then... <laughs> just now on Facebook. Just yeah, this like no, like <laughs> that bothering like you? yesterday or today oh. I found that out, and yeah, it bothers me because I saw him like a couple weeks ago, and he was like drunk, and I was like, why haven't I like why haven't you called me for like a month? You missed my birthday, oh, and then he was like, Ew. I don't you know. Yeah, he did. See what a, we miss there. every birthday. Guys don't give a shit about yeah, birthdays, kidding. especially a girl you bang. Yeah, I don't know any of my friends' birthdays. Well, my, well, he missed my get, party. Do you even give a shit about party. your own birthday at this point? I, f- I mean, I hate it because you're 28, right? 30. 30. You got oh. a fantastic yeah. video for your 30th birthday, though. I mean, Just I was happy to get it, themselves. but you didn't have to do that. <laughs> I was happy to have it. It was very fantastic. I, I did tell her that. I was like, you know, do you think he like? I mean, yeah, I guess that's good, but... Do you guys go to the like, Swingers Club when you're 30 he wants birthday? a reminder than every single person he knows to know he's turning 30. That kind of pisses me... Yeah, well, that didn't piss me off, but the Boston Globe put that I was 30 in there, and I was like, Jesus Christ, Boston Globe, don't you understand how show business works? <laughs> like, you don't talk about how still, old everybody man. is. That's funny. Yeah. Even though I guess you can't really hide it nowadays. It's like, I've been... Out of, we'll just like, needle some botulism in your face. Someone could, fine. E- someone could easily figure out when I graduate from high school and figure out how old I am from the like on the internet in two seconds. So I'm not going to lie about it. Well, maybe you were really, really smart and you graduated like six <laughs> yeah. years early. Well, that, maybe you know that's not true. Maybe you're an idiot and you like graduated three years late. Like oh, there's man. the ambiguity that's something all there, I want to bring up real quick. Will happened to find a picture from a girl he went to high oh, yeah, school yeah, with yeah, his yeah. little brother. Wrestled the kid. Zokar. Yeah. yeah Let's not even yeah. say his fucking name. Yeah. Get whatever. Really? The fucking I don't want to. I don't want to get his name any more famous than it already is. That's like my personal. That was motto. just. It, it was. That was such a great picture. Yeah. Though. I'll bring it up on my phone. This um. It only took two seconds for like Sean Carter or someone yeah. to make a meme of it that said "loser." His uncle was right. And this girl I went to high school with. Um, her name is escaping me right now. She was like a year below me. Below me, and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> a year be- <laughs> a year below me. Who's got the time? She needs the uh, money. Oh. And anyway, she put this up the day after the uh, caught the kid, and uh, that's creepy. This is uh, actually was it day? Was it was like the day of. It was Friday. Like while well, they were it was like while they were still him. looking yeah, for him. Yeah. But once they after they identified him, but this is him dying being, like a cat. You saw it, right? Oh yeah, this yeah. is him losing a wrestling match to her little brother. Who, Dude, he was the captain of his wrestling they went team against, too. Like, wow, look at that! Huh? So it's a Milton High wrestler. By the way, check him. out that kid's bulge in the red dog yeah. unitard there. Like, know, holy shit! It's the first thing you see in the picture. Well, that's like, the thing. I, that's the issue I always had. It's with almost wrestling. Fame. I like it. I thought, I thought the cup was supposed to like take away from the definition. Like that's just the head helmet. Like it's like poking out. You know what I mean? Because I think I think what happens in a photo like that is you probably adjust your dick before the wrestling match is probably like off to the side and like someplace reasonable, ah. and then in all that jostling around, it probably made its way back to the f- on, resting on like top one. of the balls, pointing out. You know I mean, what I mean? When you, th- when you think about that's it, what the cup was for. They, they don't wear cups. Place. They don't wear cups in wrestling. No, I don't think. If so. you have wrestling, not right? To knee people in the balls or anything. Well, if you understand that, but inadvertently, the balls are off limits in wrestling. If you have wrestling, you got to think there's something a little flamboyant about you, right? I mean, you have another man in a leotard rubbing up against you if his head possibly near your balls? If you get a little excited. Oh, my brother, uh, who wood. is a known member of the gay community, <laughs> he, uh, he wrestled in high school. Find him on that's, that's what he used to pick up men. But I, I remember some very tough guys, actually, from my, from my high school oh, yeah. being wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Some of the toughest guys, actually. Because a lot of them were shorter. Because a, a lot of the tough guys who were taller played 
baseball or, or football. Yep. But the shorter guys tended to go to wrestling, and they had like a chip on their shoulder from that. Yeah. Not to mention... They're the ones who in high school are like working out like crazy, like putting on ten uh, pounds, taking off ten pounds, yeah, yeah. like Those constantly in the gym, only hanging lots out together. Of eating disorders. Yeah, a lot of fights amongst each other. I remember I that you. happening. Well, it was just out in the parking lot getting high the whole time. I wasn't a big uh, high school pothead, which is probably really. Yeah, I was uh, a more of a drinker in high school. Did you start smoking when you were like when you hit college. I like smoked in high school, you know, on the weekend occasionally here and there, but I was more. Yeah, it was like when I was. 1920 in college, I started the everyday pot smoking thing. Huh. Yeah. Did you uh, just celebrate over the weekend? Probably why I got into college. Huh? For 20? Just do you do anything? I did. I was. Day? I did a show in New Haven on Friday night, and then on. I actually did. I smoked wax weed on uh, Saturday. What is wax that? Weed. It's like, like, like a that, hash, that right? hash oil made yeah. into a wax, and oh, I was shit. like, dude. It was, no, it makes you retarded. It was it's, new level, like, because, you know, you, you guys are big potheads as I am. <laughs> high, tol- <laughs> high tolerance that can be a problem sometimes. Yeah. Like, if yeah, you're a big pothead, I took a... I, I assume my, so. My first hit of this, I was like... Uh, I had a show in ten minutes, and I was a little nervous. Like I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I hope I can pull this together before I got to do a show." And it, and it, and luckily I did. But then the next day we smoked. Uh, I did a lot of weird smoke. I smoked some hash. Smoked some keef. Uh, an entire blunt rolled with keef. Um, yeah, I went to this kind of a bunch of this comedian friend of mine in uh, New Haven named Craig Taylor. He just, <laughs> he just brought me to a p- house full of potheads, and a they were pot going crazy. Den. We watched wow. a Celtics Knicks game and uh, went crazy. Nice. So when you get out in those parts of New uh, of New England where people are really, really into like like heavy, crazy weed smoking, and, like, and let me tell you, man, New Haven is a not just weed, big drug town. Like oh, uh, I saw people at all the bars I went to. A uh, guy tried to sell me tabs of acid. I was really? like, what the fuck is this? And and everyone acted like it was the most normal yeah. thing ever. And by the way, I was smoking that that wax weed in a bar because we were smoking out of a vaporizer and it has no smell really. Okay. So we're sitting there in a bar watching an Irish band. Smoking weed wax Dude, and uh, I had a scary experience where a guy, not a guy we were with in the group down in the Minigan Republic, but someone that we met as a friend. We were just kind of, you know, walking around. So we walk into the cigar shop. All of a sudden, he goes to the guy, "Hey, you got that good stuff?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." And he opens up this cabinet, and it's a bunch of like it's weed. He's like, "You want coke? I can get you coke." You Whoa. Oh, dude, you're just dude, asking. I, I looked at. I go. DEA, I go. I'll be back. I left that place. I'm standing outside. My girlfriend's like, what's wrong? I go, we got to keep walking. Just walk. Just walk. Wow. She's like, why? I go, because there's something going on in there that I don't want any part of. I'm Dude, like, that's a, that's a sting waiting to happen. I would never like, leave right that there, country. Man. I would have to be broadcast. See, that's where you and me differ. I'd be like, come out for the weed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, be like, I'm, all, I'm always trying to get weed in weird places. <laughs> He was like, <laughs> so we're, so we're going to see you on. To get weed. I, I do, because sometimes I, I'm one of those people who's like, I'm a weed like hoarder. Like, I hate to run out. So I'm always like, sometimes if I see an opportunity for weed, I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to grab this now so I don't have to pick it up uh, later. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I'll do that all the time. And if I, like, just this weekend, I was in uh, New Haven. I was like, I don't need weed, but I'm, I'm going to pick up some strange. That's the only strange I get now. Now that <laughs> I'm go. all strange weed. Up. <laughs> yeah, strange weed. It's better than getting a strange disease. I did have some real backstage Bettys this weekend that were like uh, cuties. Some of them, yeah, but I couldn't. You know, I can't. I can't indulge get, any of that. How they get backstage? Did you invite them? <laughs> no. no, they knew. Bo- they knew Bonita. They actually New Haven. Uh, we went to this bar and like it ended up being like sometimes you end up going to the same bar as like half the crowd. Oh, okay. And that's ended, that ended up being what happened, and it was like one of those things where. Uh, 
And this girl comes over, and at first she's just like, yeah, I like the show. It was really funny. And then I'm like, oh, that's cool. And, and then she's kind of like, she goes, can I uh, hug you? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And she just, the hug is going on and on oh, and yeah? on. And she starts, like, grinding. And I'm like, oh, man. So I'm like, hey, I can't really. And I start to just walk away, and I look, and her boyfriend is running over, like, like ready. Boyfriend? And yeah. she was doing that. Wow, that's balls right there. And I was just like, so I just was like, got to bounce. Those, <laughs> those are my favorite type of girls. Those are the ones that cheat. And then I saw her later making out with a chick. So I was like, uh, so missed my missing. opportunity. Yeah. And you should really, you, know, you look at this time. It may not have been a uh, boyfriend. Maybe. It could have been just a uh, Maybe he's a cuckold. Could be. Someone's got to go let them in. Is that what you yeah, guys are doing? Yeah. All right. We should go. It's 9 o'clock right now. We should probably take a little break. Um, regather our thoughts. And, uh, am I bouncing or am I staying? Yeah, you can stick He's around. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We got uh, PJ. PJ Broom. Is, is he downstairs right yes, now? Yes, he is. All right. We'll so we're going to. Yeah. So let's take this break. It's the Adult Entertainment Radio Show here on, on Regular Radio. We'll be right back. On Regular. Hey, it's the Adult Entertainment Radio Show. We're back. Uh, and now we have uh, another special guest here, along with Will. We have uh, Mr. PJ Brown. What's up, buddy? Not much, not much already. Just got back from work. Forgot to come down. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the, sorry I didn't mean to hear of it. Sorry. Of that. Just pretend the microphone is a, uh, a well-dressed, skatingly clad woman. <laughs> oh. Uh, Get really close to it. Um, Scantily tra- clad, but but well dressed. Well, like classy well, whore. Well, if it, classy well, whore. well, if it were, well, if it were, I couldn't because my girlfriend is listening right now. Oh, 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 oh. Is she really? Uh, yeah, no. This is a real, bona fide, hundred percent realistic girlfriend. Shout out. No, nice. I mean, is she really listening? Yes, she is. She wants <laughs> I know it. she's real. I've met her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make me the biggest dick in the world if I was like, is this? Uh, is she a fake? real girl? You talking about? Was that a hologram? <laughs> Come on, yeah, she yeah. hired her. <laughs> I mean, is she really listening? If she's listening, hello. Hi. And we are uh, on for another uh, hour. So if you want to give us a call here at the studio, it's a new number, new studio. It's 617-206-1050. Give us a ring if you want to join the uh, fun. So far, we've talked about Alex Mack, Lisa Turtle. In a craziness, uh, we've talked about the uh, marathon bombings. We've talked about um, swingers clubs and uh, masturbation. So I think we've covered <laughs> importance in that yeah. order. <laughs> we've almost hit uh, yeah. <laughs> almost every topic uh, that you can imagine uh, up to this point. Um, yeah. Would you like? Oh, do you want to uh, maybe talk about a little Florida crime news? I would fucking oh, love to. Like, oh, some, man. Actually, it's Florida crime or don't let your babies grow up to be Eric Cartman news. Local's <laughs> 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 uh, uh, CBS affiliate WTSP in uh, Vero Beach, Florida. Vincent Valvo, 19, was arrested for calling 911 twice to complain that he, quote, didn't like how his mom was talking to him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> police, ar- <laughs> police arrested Valvo outside his Vero Beach home at 4th. 30 a.m. after he made the second phone call. In both calls, Valvo complained about his mom. Valvo was warned that his first call uh, about the penalties uh, during his first call about the penalties for repeatedly calling 911 for a, a non-emergency. Police say he smelled he smelled like alcohol when they arrived. <laughs> Shocker! Surprise! Yeah. Surprise! That's a sad one. In Florida one. crime news? No. And my mom was a uh, 411 operator in her younger days, and she used to tell me 
that nightly drunks, really lonely drunks, called all the time. <laughs> just, 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 just to talk, just to talk. Yeah, just to talk. They'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" They'd ask for our information, and they'd be like, "So, what are you doing?" <laughs> Start trying to chatter up all the time. Me and my friends used to call that to ask them like trivia questions and stuff, and like yeah. sometimes they would know. One time we called them to before ask Google Clint Eastwood's age. <laughs> this was before Google was is- like <laughs> as huge among us. Like we didn't all like yeah. I don't know. That is technically information, though. We so I guess you're using. I it know. For its well, we purpose. were like, "How old is Clint Eastwood, really?" And I said he was like closer to eighty, and they were like, "No way, he's like 60. And I was like, "False." We you used to. Uh, we used to actually call up and we'd be like, "How do you cook a turkey? How long should you?" Because my grandmother made the mistake once before of telling me and my cousins about this online how people how basically been pranking full on one how it was on the news, and she was. I mean, I was like maybe ten years old. My cousin was nine, so she's rattling off all the questions people are asking the full on operator. So, you know, as an impressionable uh, fifth or sixth grade, I used to say, oh, all right. So down in the playroom down in my basement, we had a telephone connection so, on my Alvin and the Chipmunks phone. <laughs> so we used to think, we got, used to get a kick out of calling phone one and just hanging up sometimes and then asking questions. But back then, they used to keep track. You only allow like yeah. 20 one calls a month. <laughs> and my mom was curious why there was a charge for like 50 bucks for like 100 one calls <laughs> <laughs> over like a span of a week and a half. Jerky little ass. It's hilarious. I wish I knew. that. I, I go, Ma, I go, Oh, we, I called to go find a number. And she's like, a hundred times? How innocent does that look now, I, though, I, like compared to what kids do now? Like, oh, that yeah. seems so innocent. Uh, an old friend of mine, he told me a story about hanging over a friend's house one day. He went to go call his mom to get a ride home. He misdialed by one number. He got the number of someone else by the name of Jungle Jim. He had this Jungle weird Jim. voicemail Jungle. message, right? Jungle Jim. <laughs> and, and what happened was... <laughs> I, yeah, what happened was so little kids he, climbed on him. He let, yeah, oh, oh, oh it, 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 this gets her. He, he let he, he let the he let the message finish. Then he left a message saying, "This is like the dumbest fucking message I ever heard," and hung up. Next day, he still remembered the number. He called back to go shit on the guy's voicemail again. The guy picked up, oh, yeah. and this started a whole back and forth like for two, years. two bar. No, for like a, about a week or so. <laughs> then one day, I guess I guess his his buddy's mom, the police came to her job. And uh, they, they were questioning her because apparently this guy, I guess, had some death threats uh, at him because he was a male stripper. Hence Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim. That's awesome. And they narrowed it down. They found it. It was White my guy. Buddy. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. When I was a kid, um, there was this guy who used to call my house every holiday, and his name was Uncle Leo. And he would leave a message on the answer machine, like, hey, this is Uncle Leo. Just want to <laughs> say happy Christmas or happy Hanukkah or whatever. And my mom would be like, who the fuck is this? This is before call already. This is before all this That's stuff. Hilarious. Every holidays for about two and a half years, he would call. You couldn't and leave start a message. six nine him because he would really no one ever answers. No, no one ever got him. Well, we would always be out at some relative's uh. house and everything, and he would call that night and stuff. We'd come home and be like, oh, "We used to." We, my mom probably still has the tape of a collection of, of <laughs> Uncle Leo's. Um, you'd like it, you'd be like, "Uncle Leo didn't call this year. I hope history? he's okay." <laughs> Never. We assumed that Uncle Leo died because he sounded pretty elderly when wow. he used to call. He just oh, one day man. he just stopped calling. Poor Uncle little Leo. You didn't even go to his funeral. No, I feel like shit. I should have probably least. left you a lot of money. <laughs> been handy. You don't even and look know. At, and look at you now, <laughs> mocking his dementia. Would have been, been inappropriate if I rubbed my penis did, on did Uncle you, Leo. What, did you guys like actually get worried? Like the first holiday, he like didn't call you guys and leave a um, message. Yeah, I was like, you what? guys were like, I thought Uncle Leo. Well, that was the call. thing. It would be like, oh, Uncle Leo's calling, and then uh, you know you would laugh about it and joke about it at the dinner table. Maybe like, he oh. finally just got the right number. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
probably right He ran that. into some family member who was like, why haven't you ever called me on a holiday? And he's like, what are you talking about? I leave you a message every year. It's me, Uncle Leo. I don't know why I gave him Uncle Leo. He sounded like an old... Mario? He sounded like an old Jewish man. That's what One time I went to the movies in New York City. Maybe it was somebody pretending to be Seinfeld's uncle. Oh, yeah. Could have been. Uncle Leo. William. Old Jewish man. Hello. One time when uh, my, my dad's name is George F. Noonan, there was an old man who coincidentally, we do, we used to do uh, Meals on Wheels, me, my mom, and my brother when I was a little kid. My mom got on like a midlife crisis charity kick. And we Boy, that sounds like thing. the worst midlife crisis oh, ever, like was, helping other people. Yeah. What, what a twat. No, it's the worst if you're her kid because yeah. then she drags you along She dragged for us it. along for years. We did this every Saturday and Sunday at, at 11 a.m. We'd for an hour or two, we deliver f- f- meals to old people. And one of the guys' names was George F. Noonan. And when he died, we got like people were calling our house and sending flowers and stuff like that because they thought my dad oh, had man. died. But it was all like people like Uncle Leo, like like people you barely know, like, <laughs> you know, like people who you kind of like. You're like, who is even sending these flowers? Like, I don't know who these are from. It's like freaking you out because yeah. you're like, do people? Is somebody gonna kill us? Exactly. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone, like they do in advance or something. Yeah, yeah, right. Like my dad dies on that exact day, twenty years Consider later. Consider this a floral, floral arrangement delivered to the Noonan household. That was so weird. I remember one time we we went in there to deliver that guy George Noonan food, and we thought he was dead. We actually had to like we shook him. He was, <laughs> old people sleep like in such a deep, deadly sleep. Anyway, it's like they're that close yeah. at all times. If I was old, I'd never sleep because that usually means you're gonna be dead soon. They're like yep. a candle that goes down to that like little tiny. It's like Dude. barely lit. The, you know the, what I mean? Wick. When they sleep. <laughs> It goes down to that little blue flame, and then when they wake up, it gets big again. That's how close, they go. That's how close they go to dying every time they sleep. Dude, it's funny you mentioned that. When I lived in Arizona, I, like people would tell me that like they were really heavy into like the whole meth thing, that they would deal a lot to old people because they didn't want to go to sleep. Really? <laughs> and, yeah. Wow. It's like old people in like retirement homes tweaking their balls off, like like staying awake for weeks at a time. Because they want to not die. <laughs> I, I like the idea. That's of my, my grandmother like barely sleeps. Like She sleeps so light that if like I I don't know she sleeps very light and it's because she's like terrified of death but really she's like one of the most spry active old people I know She's like 75, and she could go to the gym and do more than I could. She's sexually active. Uh, you know, okay, I, I did snoop through my grandparents' whole house, and, like, in their bedside drawer, there's condoms. I'm thinking, what the fuck are they using condoms for? What are her pubes like? I, just, just gray and straight. It's a little racing stripe. She's got a little triangle. I don't I don't want to think about my grandmother's JR, vagina. JR, JR, in my day, it JR. was an oval. <laughs> yes, PJ. We were all about the oval back they're, in my day. They're blue hair. Pubes, really. oh. Blue hair. oh wow! And you're going down on the old broad, you're a little as bluey as in your mouth. I used to go to church and pray for oval-shaped pubes. I, <laughs> I went to my grandmother's. Lord never brought them to me. I went to my grandmother's house on Friday because I like my dad came and picked me up to bring me there because I wanted to get out of the city for like the lockdown. Plus, I had no food in my apartment. There's tons of food at her house. There you go. So I went there, and there's like all this random stuff in her dining room. I could tell she'd been like cleaning out the attic. 
And then she started telling me about it, and she's like, yeah, well, you know, in case anything happens, I, I don't want anybody else to have to deal with this in 10 years. And I'm just like, why do you years. say things like that, <laughs> She just said 10 years. She's going to Give yourself a little credit. Oh, she's probably going to outlive me. That happens. She's going to be my grandmother. JR's met my grandmother. She's probably going to be alive for another, like, Someone isolate years. that for the, for the uh, Brianna Clausen Memorial Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought this was going to phone call tomorrow. My grandmother's probably going to outlove me. That's a fact. Next Monday, Brianna's like, sorry, guys, can't make it to the show. Why? My grandmother died. Yeah. Um, it wasn't because of old age. Apparently, she was in a, like, a gangbang at a uh, swingers <laughs> club. Artie, uh, Artie. She was in a high-speed pursuit. <laughs> Flipped her stang. She yep. died in a pube trimming incident. <laughs> she got trampled at Coachella. She actually suffocated when she, when she stuffed three dicks in her mouth. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Do not ever say like, oh, that about thought. my nana. <laughs> Poor Grammy. Where would Did you, you want me talking about your mother that Where way? would you start? You had to explain I'll that start it. to your grandma. Did <laughs> like, your grandma listen to the show? No, no. no. She yeah. gave her a copy of She's this episode. She's like afraid to even look on my Facebook how a lot gra- of times. How many grandmas <laughs> listen to internet radio? <laughs> That's that. My grandmother, my grandmother has better technology in her house than most people I know. Oh. My grandmother attempted to listen to the show once. She got a computer a few years back and uh, to do her email for a golf club. And uh, <laughs> I go, I go, I call, I call Oma. Jasmine. I call Oma because she's half German, half uh, half Russian, and uh, I go, "Hey, like you can listen to my radio show now." And she's like, "Your auntie said this was a dirty show." I go, "Well, you know, it's not too bad. It's you know, it's it's like Imus except uh, with uh, boobies." <laughs> and she's like, "Ah." She's like, okay, maybe once. So I sent her all the information to, like, you know. You tell her that, and she's like, all right, maybe yeah. once. I go, I just, all I got to do is click here to listen, and everything will do it itself. So she's like, she's, I got to talk to her. I talk to her every week, and she goes, I tried to show last week. And um, you know, my girlfriends came over. We're all gonna listen. And I'm, I'm like, please I, I, don't I'm, do that. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh no. And I think we were talking about, I don't know, probably interracial marriage and <laughs> sex and and black men have big dicks or something like that. And I'm that, thinking to myself, like my family, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like going to them. I'm like, oh no. I hope my grandmother doesn't listen. She goes, and I, I all I could get was this guy, and he kept saying some funny stuff. <laughs> and I go, what was he saying, no, Grandma? Did you shake your balls out. <laughs> you didn't have to adjust his like, pants. I did. I'm sorry. Well, what, <laughs> Come to find out, it was uh, an episode of, of Eric was uh, talking about a uh, Kid Rock cruise and him having sex with a fat New Jersey girl, <laughs> and she wasn't clicking on the live show for some reason. She gone to an archive show, and all her friends were listening to Eric talking about having sex oh. with a fat broad from New Jersey. <laughs> and uh, I go, wow, what? And I retract what she went and everything. I was sitting there, and I, I, I was like, I just shaking my head. I was like, this oh, is you got to be kidding me right now. Oh, and she's rough. like, well, I don't think we're gonna be listening to that show very much often. It's not a cup of tea. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Really, you think? I, go, I wish I could have been there for that. <laughs> that Fly in the wall for that. Oh, man. It's not a cup of tea. It's a Bud Light. Oh, Eric Bud Light. carried off in a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> that will forever be one of the best images. Oh. Todd, grab the cooler. Get the cooler, Todd. <laughs> well, even. <laughs> they picked it up and one behind and one in front, just like didn't walking have, out with a really, sloshing cooler. Didn't it have like two beers in it, too? It had like, probably like maybe eight, yeah. nine, ten wow. beers in it. I wish that had happened. And they happened. had brought the whole cooler and you can hear the water sloshing. We should uh, transcribe it. that and then have some actors redo it. It was. It was. Pri- uh, and if we if we did that 15 minutes later, that would have been live on the air. Oh. It was. It, we were just setting up, and getting ready to go, and something happened, and he had a nervous breakdown, and he grabbed I, the cooler. Well, he, I remember he, that. He, the last few shows I did were. It was. Yeah, it was tense. He was like, it was getting to that point. I'm out of here. Get the cooler, Todd. I'm out of here. You had a Black show. Richard uh, Gear. I was on. I was on shortly before he left, and I remember there was like a really bad. 
night I was on. Where was, was, he, he, was he wearing he sunglasses? Yelling at me? No, oh, it was God. something where we. Were. Oh, it was the the, the racist show. You yeah. had your buddy on. Oh, um, I brought. I brought oh, oh, Cordova. The racist. Oh, it was Langston. I think. Langston. Oh, yeah. Oh, even better. He had a T-shirt that said Asian on it. And then Eric kept making points about. And he's like, "Well, I think he yeah, quoted, he's making points." I but think he was just shouting like epithets. The N word. He kept going, mm-hmm. and he kept saying stuff like he kept being like, uh, he kept bringing it back. Like every time we dig him out of it a little bit, he'd be like, "All right, but 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 really, guys, let me bring it back." I say the N word. <laughs> I was listening to those episodes on the plane actually on the way down because I had all these podcasts saved up, and the the tension of the last six weeks yeah. was palpable. Was, was now Palpable. looking back on it was quite humorous. Yeah, <laughs> at the time it was. Quite uncomfortable and it was uh me, yeah, it's just listening me and him fighting on the air yeah. it's like what are you guys married that's that 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 episode with me and langston him being racist you are going at him oh yeah <laughs> you're like eric you're a fucking asshole you just say it like i was on the air oh. i was with him on opening day we were talking <laughs> i about, gotta listen to that yeah. one. <laughs> me and eric are sitting at family opening day and we're just talking and, and we go i go have you listened back in those old episodes in august because the tension between you and brianna was unbearable <laughs> i go but it was humorous as hell and he's like he's like yeah yeah, I actually listen to it once in a while. It's actually it's pretty funny. <laughs> I go, I go. Do you ever see yourself as you know? This is what I sound like when I've been drinking too much. Yeah. And maybe I should not drink so much. <laughs> well, I was pissed at him. I'm I'm still pissed at him when he gave him. He begged me and asked me for a spot at Nick's. I got him one, and he didn't show up. Oh, oh fuck! Really? He texted, Motherfucker. He texted me. Is like, that all it takes? Just begging incessantly? Because I think I can find time in my schedule. <laughs> He texted me. He texted me like four minutes before the show started, asking me to res- reschedule. <laughs> asking me to reschedule him, and I just that was it. I cut him off at that point. I, was, I mean, that's a bad. That's did I go. He, you he, don't get it, man. That was it. Did, uh, you know what? Your chances. Did he, ask you, yeah. did he ask you to hand out a business card though? That's the thing. I know. Right, right. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Oh, do you, uh, you know what? I don't know if it's you want another to... person. I don't want to give publicity. <laughs> yeah, you know, what? I meant to talk to you about. Did you? Do you want to talk about that? Or? Yeah, let's yeah. keep the name well, of him. And Dr. yeah, yeah. Let's keep we'll, the guy. We'll call him Doctor Doom. Yeah, we'll call. I'm Dr. Doom. That's cool. So uh, you posted something on uh, Facebook a couple <laughs> weeks ago about uh, being banned from somewhere. Yeah. And uh, for doing something as simple as passing on a business card outside of a show that was canceled. Yeah. Right? And, and being banned is a, mis- a misleading term. Yeah. Okay. I, I wanna, can I clarify on that, too? Now, is this just the one location, or is it all the venues in uh, all, Dr. Doom's Monrovia? All the Dr. Doom rooms. Okay. Dr. Doom rooms. The yeah. Doom rooms. <laughs> all the Doom rooms are off limits to me. That is so but apt. F- that is such a great For the record, I don't, I don't do any of them, so it doesn't matter. It's like right. banning, yeah, yeah. It's like oh. banning me from the U.S. Open or well, Wimbledon. Well, <laughs> well, you're not allowed to golf this yeah. year. Well, I'm well, also banned from the, the KKK uh, and uh, the Nation of Islam. So, me, me too. Me too. Me too. Well, the, uh, the, uh, the Doom Room also is on its uh, uh, the at least the Boston location is on its yeah. way out. That's what I heard. I heard <laughs> yeah. it's not going to be there very long. Let me, yeah. let me. I can give. I can tell a story in like 30 seconds. I'm standing. Uh, I did a. Sh- I was doing a show that a friend of mine was running at the Doom Room. Uh, <laughs> got. The show got canceled. I'm the only one who doesn't know what room we're talking about. Uh, Oh, we're at the Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. While I'm telling the story. So, anyway, I do a show (laughs) at the Doom Room. Fuck him. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Did you say it? (laughs) He just told me in my. Yeah, but did you say it? Did you repeat it? Oh, I just said fuck him. Oh, fuck him is right, yeah. I I, I emailed that guy back like a. Months and months yeah. ago, and he never He's a famous asshole in the Boston comics yeah, for many heard. years. Some say fifty years. I like to think I'm in the mafia. Well, anyway, he's, he's, he's pretty old and out of the picture now, but his wife pretty much runs the show. I heard Boy, she's... isn't she a peach, huh? She's a, so she's I'm doing the show there, and I'm sitting. And the show got canceled because only four people showed up, and um, everyone goes home, and I'm standing out in front of the a club with 
this woman, Mrs. Doctor Doom, and <laughs> and uh, a couple comics, and these two kids come up. They're like eighteen year old kids, maybe maybe a little older, college kids or something. Two guys, and they were like, "Oh, is the comedy show happening?" And um, and D- Mrs. Doctor Doom is like, "No, it got canceled." And uh, I'm wearing a Fitz Dog Radio hat. For Greg Fitzsimmons' podcast, and yep. this guy, this kid goes, "Oh, well, I'm coming in the town." He sees me wearing it. He goes, "I'm standing next to Mrs. Doctor Doom." He's like, "I see you're coming in next." Uh, oh, I'm coming in next week, and I see Fitzsimmons. I love his podcast too. I go, oh, "You like a podcast? I got a podcast. Go to this website. I give him my website, you yeah. know." And uh, that's that's what did it, huh? And uh, wow. yeah, and this other kid, this other comic <laughs> who's next to me, does the same thing, and uh, and then. Mrs. Doctor Doom gives them pass a pass to the club, a half off pass, and we all stand there for a couple minutes, and the kids walk away, and me and Mrs. Doctor Doom and this other comic, we stand there for a few Mrs. minutes. Mrs. Doctor Doom, and uh, everything's cool, and she leaves, and then I go home. Actually, I go to my buddy's house, and we're sitting there shooting the shit, and I get this text from Doctor Doom. <laughs> it's like it's uh I'll I'll tell you exactly what it says guys cuz oh, I have it right here. Cool. So you made me put your head in a fucking vice to find out it was Tony Dogs? So I walk in I'm um, sitting there at my buddy's house I get a text that says give out your card to people heading to Dr. Doom's room you fucking asshole. Really? Wow. <laughs> Stay out of all my rooms and don't try and contact me loser. So, wow. Wow. Oh, so I wrote I, I thought he was shit. joking at first. I was that a joke. <laughs> So then he wrote, you're funny. So then he wrote, and, and then I wrote, and then he didn't write anything back. So I wrote, I give my cards out to a lot of people, man. I go, Mrs. Doctor Doom stood there and laughed with me and shot the bull. And then uh, he wrote, you are, he wrote, uh, I told you, <laughs> he tells, I told you not to contact me. Don't fuck with me. No one thought that was funny. Lose my number. You will be very sorry. Don't make me tell you this again. So I very maturely wrote back, contact, contact, contact. (laughs) (laughs) And then I wrote, your wife is a phony. If I hand out my card before, after, during a show, doesn't matter. What's the matter? Congrats on proving everyone right. Glad I defended you for years. P.S. Your act sucks and you should be ashamed to take money from people for that crap. (laughs) Oh, man. And, I mean, I like how I like how I like how that that fucking coattail riding bitch wife of his. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the uh, mic. I never hear PJ oh, talk like that, so that's pretty that, good. Getting all worked up. That coattail riding bitch of a wife of his <laughs> fucking just stands there, says nothing, like all buddy buddy, and she goes back. You fucking handy out kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, all buddy hey, buddy. And by the way, it's scowling, a short coattail ride too. Scowling takes a lot of energy. Let's just you know. Yeah. I mean, well, she's, do, not you she's not spending her time brushing. She's not spending her time brushing her teeth. Oh, 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 oh. She I, is, I, I hope she still wakes up in cold sweats at night thinking about Tom Dust. But you know what? Someone pointed out to me. Uh, you know, I got a lot of calls of support from some. Actually, some people I didn't even know, like headliners and stuff yeah. that I didn't even know, they like <laughs> sent me messages of support. But one guy pointed out to me, he goes, you know, you shouldn't make too big of a deal out of it publicly because this is what he does. He tries to get uh, – Tries to make people look bad. Tries to make yeah. people look bad and I then promise, talk yeah. about him and keep his name out there in this yeah. way, in this manner. Mm-hmm. So I'm not – if you listen to my podcast, I actually recorded myself telling the story that night, and I changed their names with animal sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I changed the name of the club and their names His all with animal sounds. His wife has the same name as my mother, like same first name, yeah. and I, oh, like just I hate anybody with that name because I yeah. don't like my mom. Like, I actually ran sucks. into a, a, a situation myself of Doctor Doom 
Um, we were doing a comedy show. We were doing the one in Dockside yeah. up in uh, Wakefield, and then we branched off and did a couple shows, the one at uh, at Limelight over on uh, Boylston. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Tremont Street, rather. Not too happy with that? Oh, no. That lady was a bitch, but that's, a, that's beyond this point. No, but he was a little upset because we were taking comics, and it was a night that he didn't yeah. even have a show in town. And uh, that some of them wanted to do a show. And then we were getting last-minute cancellations from comics who were, like, you know, did a show all the time. Yeah. And uh, we were wondering why. And then he sent a nasty email to uh, Eric saying, uh, blah, 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 you don't do this. Or you'll be, you or you'll be banned talent. and all this stuff. Party. Like, yeah. party. Was this around 2007, 2008? No, this was 2010. This is a couple years ago. Cause, yeah, because that's when I started doing yeah. shows with you guys. Because I remember, I remember, sorry, Todd Simons had helped Charlie like, get a room going there a couple years prior to that. Time. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time he came in, he like sat down. Other than saying hi, Sean Becker, he just sat down, just watched the silence, didn't laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About five minutes later, just gets up, walks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was well, here, here. I opened for him, you know, like just two weeks prior to all this happening. Mm-hmm. I spent a night with him up in for uh, Doctor Doom in New Hampshire. Yeah, I opened for Doctor Doom, <laughs> and I think maybe this was all born that night because uh, I had a pretty good set and he had a pretty awful one, and he was uh, like his first joke. He's a little butthurt his, about it. His first joke was like. Uh, so they say women have BMS. I got BMS too. Back my shit and go syndrome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, That's his opening joke, and he's mad that the crowd's he, not laughing. I think you forgot a couple. I'm letters. like, you stink, dude. And I, I, I killed for 30 minutes with original shit, and you're up there telling fucking Bob Hope jokes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like there's some hurt feelings here, just on your end. Not well, that you're like terribly. Here, my up feelings about are it, really but. hurt because I loved, I loved hanging out with the guy. I loved for yeah. for the three years I've known him. I used to love talking to him because he's a throwback to the old days of Boston. Not just Boston comedy, comedy in general. Well, he, he's know? a dinosaur. He's been here forever. He, all the greats have gone through him. Bill Bird, Louis C.K., Dan Cook. All the greats that have come out of this town know him and have worked for him. So. I, I, I never wanted to work as clubs because of all the problems that came with that, but I always did enjoy having like a friendship with him, and I saw myself at his funeral one day with all these old comics and shit. Now I'm Standing just like, fuck him. No. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm just another... He's pissed off almost everyone in town, so I'm just part of that club. He, he actually... Uh, he, has a, he, has a, or he had, I don't know if he still does, out in Worcester, and uh, there's a big banner on this fence. This was like, uh, this was 2008, right? I was uh, trying to have sex with uh, Eric's uh, ex-girlfriend's sister at the time. And uh, the four of us went out to uh, out there in Worcester and we were hanging out. And we're walking through the streets of Worcester in the middle of the night. And we seen his banner and Eric actually pulled his pants down and was rubbing his ass on the face of it. Uh, and I took a picture and I was uh, sworn never to release that picture. And I wish I still had to this day. I don't know where it is. Because he's like, oh, 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 oh. He, he's, he was thinking about yeah. it. He's like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I still want to do the rooms. And stuff. I go, yeah, yeah, that's cool and everything like that. Did anything smear? Uh. <laughs> no, but, but it was a great picture. I was gonna pull my dick out and she'll make it take a picture of him smoking I heard a story it. About, <laughs> I heard a story. Eric, that is one of the Walsh brothers was banned by, uh, and he went on to. Um, oh, fuck, said his said his name. <laughs> we can edit that out later. Yeah, but I was just like, oh. we'll get to that in post. Anybody who's listening right now, I thought I thought I was like, was I not supposed to say Walsh brothers? <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> a bunch of people across America just said what twice. They were who are those people? <laughs> what? Uh, what? Yeah, Wait, Doctor, what? Doctor Doom banned one of the Walsh brothers, right? And uh, he goes on to write for the Chris Rock show, and uh, they get they get nominated for an Emmy. So they're all sitting in Rockefeller Center waiting to go to the Emmys across uh, the street at awesome. Radio City Music Hall. So he decides like, why the fuck are you calling me? He goes, hey, this is like Matt Walsh. He's like, why the fuck are you calling me? I told you. Never. Oh, I said his name five times. <laughs> Why the fuck are you calling me? Uh, Like, I told you never to call me again. And he goes, 
I just wanted to call, you know, I just tell you things are going kind of good now, and I think maybe if you give me, oh, hold on, wait, can you give me another chance? But wait a minute, hold on, I got to go to the Emmys with Chris Rock, and then hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's almost like you think about it. Being banned, it's like a like a rite of passage. Yeah. you're about to go. Jimmy on Dunn told me he goes, "I just had my comedy bar mitzvah." <laughs> <laughs> I hope, like somewhere in the future, or whatever, the Walsh brothers help me out at some juncture, just for the fucking lobster roll story and yeah. the fact that they like helped Tom Dustin yep. with that whole mastermind that, plan that to steal a twenty one year old's lobster roll yeah. after she worked fourteen hours. He's that a day. lobster thief. I know. He's a known lobster. I, I actually have like me and India filming in him tanks. at Winter Hill Kicks this summer <laughs> while he's like, we're like, oh, we hear you steal a lot of lobsters. He's like, yeah, I'm up to nine stolen lobsters from grandma's. Uh-huh. Have somebody else watch, reach my arm in, pull out one of the little monsters, take them home, go make myself a nice lobster pot. Yep. That's true. I've seen him walk out of there with lobsters. It is awesome. <laughs> but it's good. You want to be banned from that guy's club because if you don't want to be one of those guys who's hanging around Boston or you're in the same oh, and dude, four clubs. When I know. went there, th- just the, when, the night I got banned was the first time I'd been there in six months. Like I, yeah. don't, I don't work that club anyway. It's not even going to be there in it's a couple months. It's a nice starter club. No, you know what? It's a great club to go to on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday if you can get a spot there. But he banned so many people that I couldn't even get a spot there anyway because all my friends had been banned. And, yeah, I yeah, yeah. and I couldn't be on their show. So I stopped going there after he banned. Um, so it's a little hard to do a bringer. Yeah. When all your friends are yeah. I mean, uh, no yeah, offense right? no to kidding. some of the comics that are doing it. Some of them are good. But if you look at the schedule there, it's not nowhere near the other You clubs. mean the vets? I mean, I mean you see there? Just the schedule. Just It's it's not even vets like, sometimes. Like, sometimes it's people who don't have business headlines. Like re- recent nights where I've been, I was booked in the comedy studio. I mean, aside from my own having a good set, everybody on there just destroyed. It's a yeah. great night, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I would have, I was thinking of trying to spare and, like, visit other clubs too, like Nick's more and yeah. that more. But, you know, all the shit with him. I won't give him the Well, when Nick's and Kowloon now are getting, like, real road comics and uh, na- names like Bobby Collins is at Kowloon. Greg Fitzsimmons was just at Nick's. Like, nice. Dick Doherty's got a... Like, I've seen Goldman at Nick's a few times. I've seen Jerry Seinfeld at Kowloon's no when I was shit. 18 yeah. years old. Yeah. They still have, like, Jeff Dunham was at Kowloon, like, five years ago. Yeah, he's still... They, and he, they, oh, the, the Wu Dunham. family, st- yeah. the Wong family still get the, still get the freaking comics in that place. And it's like... And Dane Cook still goes there every time he's in town to eat. He never we, goes well, to the comedy club. But two weeks ago when uh, SmackDown, WWF SmackDown was in town, um, I think 75% of the wrestlers showed up to the Kowloon afterwards. Yeah. They were just hanging out in the lounge, signing autographs. Every time I'm there, like, and I'm there a lot, there's always something exciting going on. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Like well, it a, also it fulfills the state law, like in Massachusetts, that a comedy club has to have a Chinese uh, restaurant. <laughs> well, I didn't know that that whole like thing is connected to World War II and Pearl is it? Harbor. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. All the uh, I, I just found this out by working at Kowloon, but it's like all the all the um, guys in Pearl Harbor were like a lot of the GIs went to. Um, Hawaii and these in Pacific Islands. Yeah, yeah. And the tiki craze, they brought the tiki craze like back with them. That is to yeah, America. A lot of them do okay. have that tiki and one of the Wong guys Polynesian. actually, I don't know if he was stationed in Hawaii or if he had just taken a vacation to Hawaii, but he went there and he brought the idea to turn Kowloon into like this tiki lounge. He was really the first awesome. guy to do it, and that's nice. why it's this big. One of the Wongs, uh, his, uh, his 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 new wife, his daughter's stepdaughter. Smoke show. She's like 21 years old. Oh, yeah. She oh. used to, uh, uh, little Dickie used to be on the old uh, late night Friday 84 show. I uh, used to um, go six inches deep in her. <laughs> <laughs> little Dickie, yeah. six 
a little dicky. Gave her the old number six. That's it. Gave her the old number six pencil. <laughs> Deli shopping. Six, like Seinfeld's autograph picture is still there. Too. It is. Yeah. I remember seeing that when I was a kid because my family would go there all the time when I was a kid. Like, it's a great place. We'd go there for New Year's Eve every year. There's no place like it. There's really. pitches all around. Like I was like, cl- it was really cool when you're five years old. Funny like, story. A girl I went to college with uh, thought it would be funny if she, one night she goes to Kowloon's and takes a picture of herself, a headshot that she had done up, and sign it and replace it with one of the pitches at, uh, the, uh, at the lounge. Because before they did the lounge over, there used to be pitches all over the place. Yeah. So at one of the booths, she did that. She would come in, she dropped her right, eight and a half by 11 in there and put it there. It was there. I think it was there until they took them down. Because they don't check the inventory no. of these pitches and stuff like that. It was the funniest thing. Every time you go in there, you'd be like, I know that girl. That's funny. <laughs> they used to have a picture of my dad in every Uno's for like years. Get the hell really? Out of here. And my That's dad, for bass and bad well, my checks dad. though, right? <laughs> 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 that was awesome. You can't see that, but they just high five. Very nice. The, uh, the uh, boom, boom, boom. That was good. The uh, no, my when my dad, uh, my dad used to run the Boston Marathon every year, and he ran it in like the, in one of the years he ran it like in '89. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to take. He used to not drink while he trained for it, and immediately after we'd all go to a bar. All the police, uh, like, cause he was a cop, and he'd run with all the police, police athletic league or Your whatever. Your dad actually sounds like a cool bastard. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and he had one because he, he had a one cool of those, bastard, He had right. one of those uh, great, like, very classic, like, uh, police cars. that's like got the very like ninety degree angle yeah. lines, and it's an all metal frame. And oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah the old Crown that, Vicks. That, no, that picture you post him. He like he's got like he's. I got think a that's gonna be my next album actually, cover. Right? Actually, that picture. <laughs> Me, a me as a kid dressed so as a Swedish faggy. detective. <laughs> like I am dressed as a gay child. If you went to I party and bought a Halloween costume for a gay kid, this is, this is what it looks like. It was a great picture. I, I love, I love the page, bo- I, love, I love the page boy haircut. Yeah, I've got, the, oh, I've got, I've got awesome. my mom. It's a miracle only one of us turned out gay. Like it's like, <laughs> like she tried so hard. Whose outfits were gayer? Uh, probably mine. Because because she she had learned. I'm the youngest, so she had gotten better at it by the time I was. Uh, so there's a, there's a picture anyway, of you somewhere in a sailor suit. As a kid, oh, right? there's all kinds of crazy oh, yeah. shit. I had long hair. It was crazy. So <laughs> my dad, uh, my yeah, dad ran 80s. this marathon in like '89 or '90, and he was shit faced. And this is obviously a simple time in America. Uh, where nothing bad was happening. Someone took a photo of him <laughs> in, in, in the Herald. He's at. We were at Uno's Pizza. Uh, Drinking and what they were drinking and getting shit faced and <laughs> you eating were pizza. And my dad just says to some reporter from the Herald, uh, and they go, What did you do to train for the marathon? He's drunk. He goes, I just ate Uno's pizza all night, every night. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I trained. I ate Uno's pizza every day. So they, they took this picture of my dad. They put it in the Herald and said, I owe it all to Uno's pizza. And <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. To, in the side. It's all bullshit. And we used to go, every time we'd go to the Uno's pizzeria, you'd have to like, it was like, where's Waldo? Where's the photo? It would always be somewhere. That is awesome. <laughs> and, and then if we could find it, sometimes we'd point it out. And like, most of the time, they'd give us like a, either f- the food for free or they'd give us like a discount on nice. it. Nice. That's but, pretty cool. Uh, that's kind of whack job. I'm going to try going to a big restaurant chain and uh, say that. He, he's a nut. My dad's a nut, dude. He called me. I was at the comedy club Friday night, right? And they, while they were searching for the guy, and he called me up and he goes, "Hey, Billy, I got something. You could, you should tell the crowd. You know, this, oh, that's always- he goes, this guy's in a boat. They think he's in a boat. You should tell him he's he doesn't have a yacht to be thankful for right now." <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, and I'm like, thanks, Dad. I'll, I'll probably uh, open with that. That's oh, 
That's a great line. And then he, uh, my da- my dad and uh, my dad is a huge um, lover of puns. So it's a constant battle in our house to out pun each other. How do you think he would fare against Naraj Shah in a battle of puns? He'd do decently. I mean, I think he'd do because Naraj Shah is a pun master. I think like, my I envy his ability. I think my dad's biggest flaw as a pun maker is that he overreaches occasionally. Ah, you know I mean? okay. But I, in my like. Uh, like he, because he said they, that guy has, doesn't have a yacht to be thankful for, and I was like, they need to get the whole police in on this. <laughs> <laughs> a little deep, a little deep and local. There you go. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing we do at the Noonan household. <laughs> Holidays must be a hours. hoot. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. They're not a hoot though; they're very angry. <laughs> We're not holiday people. So it's more like a hoot and nanny. Yeah. But my dad actually, he could have been a stand-up, and I think he's gotten into it more and more now that I'm. Uh, now that I'm actually doing it professionally, he's like, uh, he fucking, we were playing golf with a buddy of his. He takes it too far. Like, you know what I mean? We were playing bo- golf with this guy, and the guy kind of confessed. He goes, uh, guys, I had breast cancer last year. Like, uh, he's, he's a guy, right? He goes, I had breast cancer last year. And he's kind of like, he's kind of like fucking confessing this, you know? He's like, it, yeah. everyone knew he was sick, but no one knew what was wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. So he goes, he goes, I'm, you know, I didn't tell anyone because I was kind of embarrassed because it's breast cancer. And my dad goes, hey, it's okay. He goes, do you have to sit down and pee like a girl, too? <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, Dad. He went too far, man. He went straight. He thinks he's just being funny, you know. Like, he thinks that's totally okay, like, not too mean, you know. Oh, we got to book Greg Noonan. I was like, Dad, oh, shit, man. this is George. George, George, George. Fuck. He would have come with me tonight. He would have come. Yeah. He's a fun guy. We'll get the whole Noonan, all the Noonan guys in here. My dream is to get famous enough. The gay one, the comedian, and I the can cop. get us all on Family Feud against the Halls one day. <laughs> or somebody. Some that other family. Be, that would be phenomenal. But my brother. Brother's a riot too. He, my brother is actually a great actor as well. Like he used to do high school plays, and he was a fucking riot. gay kid. Did high school plays? I know. Is that, is that a shock? Oh shit! Huh? I would yeah. have never thought that. <laughs> yeah, PJ P- showed us picture of uh, oh, it's a, a banana split in the chick's ass. <gasps> oh, a literal, a literal banana split. That took me a while to get. <laughs> oh, thanks. It took me about one point one second. It would have been better if the banana was a dick. I like your, I like your brother Greg though. He he bought me a beer at your uh, comedy table. It's all it takes. Right, my surprise, oh. Yeah, my brother's a great. It's all it takes to win Brianna's side is someone buying her a drink. <laughs> my brother thought Andrew Durso was a sexy young man. Andrew, in all fairness, and I couldn't though, agree more. Andrew yeah. Durso is beautiful. Yeah, he is. Like, he is. He's, he's, he's uh, like. Jared says a lot precious. of things. Well, you know what though? He's girly looking. Like, That's, let's, let's pretty, face it. He looks pretty. like, he looks like Winona Ryder. Yeah. His Facebook does, statuses yeah, just... kill me just because like I can like hear his Aspergers. In <laughs> can you really? Jesus. I don't think I can. He'll be like, "Am I right?" When I talk. So I hear a guy who's like insecure, like like low self esteem. It's no, no, not when I talk to him in real life. Just like his status is on Facebook. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this is. I've had car rides with him where he's like, well, do do you think I'm? Do you think I'm funny for real? Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's a guy who, like, really, he's just a sweet no, guy. No, I love Durso. Yeah, Durso's a good guy. I think he's actually going to be, like, a, I think he's going places. I love when he does, like, crazy shit at, like, the Middle East or something. Like, one time, he, for an entire minute of his set, he got the entire crowd. He'd go, dirty dog, and they go, dirty dick, and, like, for, like, a whole minute. Oh, he said his name again. Everybody. Uh, uh, Durso? No, no. Oh, yeah, I just got that. Dirty dick. 
That's the other thing. His wife, Mrs. Mrs. Doctor Doom, Doom. She said I was too dirty of a comic. I'm like, you're married to the the dirty guy. She's. You're married to a guy who made a joke about PMS. Pack my shit. This guy talks more shit too. Like he. Pack my shit in your vagina. I was open for him. He was talking shit about. uh, He's a member of a certain 12-step program as well, which I don't have a problem with whatsoever. But he's like one of those guys who can't shut the fuck up about like. uh, Inspirational you never colloquialism. talk about it and stuff. I'm not in that. I'm not in that or anything. You're not you. a friend of Bill W. I'm not a friend. I mean, you know, like I'm, I've seen Bill W. parties. I'm an acquaintance. But he is one of those guys who's like in in that program and uh, very like he's got to like get it into like every other sentence. You know? Yeah. Hey, pass the salt. You know, in the program we talk about passing days like people pass salt. You know. What I mean? <laughs> I, I, I ban comics like I ban liquor for my life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's literal. sunny outside. You know, there's a guy named Sonny in my group. He's having a tough day. <laughs> things aren't too sunny for him. Yeah, uh, things aren't too sunny for him. You know, my wife's got PMS. So. <laughs> Pack your bags. He's probably doing half my act now. I mean, he sat there and watched it. He's probably taking my best. I always bits. wondered that if these uh, these guys are on these clubs around Boston. And like, like you said, a lot of big names come through them. And I always wonder how much of like these people's like material do these guys take i had a guy come up to me once when i was on the road a a guy i opened for and he said uh he goes to me uh, man that dragon joke you got's good don't worry i won't i don't steal and as soon as he said that i was like that means (laughs) like i steal (laughs) like you can pretty much take when someone in show business says don't worry and then says something after don't worry means i'm about to tell you the truth (laughs) that's right (laughs) so when someone says don't worry i don't steal or don't worry i'm gonna hire you again it means don't worry i'm or it means I'm not going to hire you again, or I do <laughs> steal. That's don't worry. Always, Nothing don't, ever good ever comes after. Don't, don't worry. worry. You'll get your check. Means I'm going to disappear tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is uh, is uh, uh, like uh, this is a big secret. That means it's a lie, right? If like yeah, if like uh, now this is just, don't tell anybody. This is a real hush hush. Sometimes stuff. that's true, but sometimes it's not. Oftentimes, when they say "don't tell anyone," there's what they mean is "please tell everyone." Yes. Please. Hey, don't tell anyone. But I have a nine-inch yeah. cock. Like, uh, <laughs> I think Tobin, when he, when they released the info of the new club, he told me and Greg Murphy at like this dinner in Martha's Vineyard that they were going to be opening a new club, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very like mafioso. But, uh, <laughs> but then he was kind of gave us the like feeling like you know spread spread the word spread the word. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't tell anyone about this comedy club opening up soon. Yeah, you know? don't say specifics, but let you them know something's coming. You, you know? didn't hear it from me. <laughs> com- comedy is old school in that way. I think it's still a lot of uh, a lot of gossip and a lot of uh, old world tactics. Like, and yeah. it's they're interesting people to be around too. Comics. Yeah. The internet's yeah. killing a lot of that old world kind of shit. I think of like the like the networks and how they work before. Because especially now, not it's not just it's not just that people have the ability to communicate with one another. Like they can talk that much more quickly with bar owners and stuff. Yeah. You yeah. see yeah. so yeah. many more open mics around now. And you can submit like material past, like uh, demos and stuff to you know owners and yeah. I mean you could you could a long time ago. I mean I, I would imagine you would have to do a lot of open mics and then eventually you know someone will hear you or see you and then you can you know talk yeah. to an owner. But nowadays. You could probably do one open mic and have a pretty decent. So you could actually do it in your living room. It's weird, you know, and videotape yourself and you send it up. Uh, you know, now you have to like bring your whole. You have to bring people this whole package already made. You know, oh, yeah. you yep. have to be like, here is here is my website with my podcast oh, uh, yeah. and my photos and my CD and all my crap. And they they need like you have to come to them fully formed so they can just market. And that's the and that's the problem with the older school comments who are probably like in their thirties and forties now who don't really don't have yeah. that technology uh, savviness to it. And they're getting, you know... That's what threatens Dr. Doom. Dr. Doctor Doom. 
<laughs> no, because he was pissed. He thinks I'm somehow taking money out of his pocket when really I'm just trying to. Does he still have a room in the. I traveled the world looking for remedies for my scars and you take money from my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was like he was trying. He thought I was taking money out of his pocket, but really the more famous or more fans or more followers I have, the better it is for your job. Oh, yeah. Well, then if, yeah, exactly. then if you're at his venue, people who are following you will go. Yeah, he's, he's an idiot. Him and his wife are stupid, and that's why they're close. <laughs> <laughs> That's why their club's going out of business. Fucking good riddance. Yeah. Do fucking riddance. You ever do a show up in Nashville? At the, or I think it's at one of those sketchy uh, motels. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I went to a show. That's, up that's there. not there anymore. That though. isn't. Yeah, no. at, at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. one at like Rich New Voss. England Seafood or Rich whatever? Voss was the, Rich Voss was the last comic to do it. He was so no bad kidding. that he never did comedy there anymore. Rich Voss really? was really? bad on stage. Not, not to shit on Rich Voss because he. It wasn't really his fault. That just oh. wasn't a room for comedy. I, but uh, I actually it was like really a function hall. They stuck him like basically on the bar, and he just didn't do well. They, you know what? They replaced it with trivia. Oh, comedy's biggest enemy. Cheap. Trivia. Yeah, people always yeah. want to go and to trivia because then yeah. they'll like give you it tickets works. for beers to, too. If I ran trivia. Questions. My DJ business, we do a little trivia. I did a yeah. gig at this bar for like twice a week. Yeah, yeah hundred bucks for a few hours. Yeah, people nice love karaoke and trivia are the number one killer of That's comedy it. nights at uh, bars, man. I mean, it's, people love that bar kid John Tuller. Just, he does yeah. trivia and stuff yeah. too. Good guy. They love bar dollars and Friend just of mine. terrible renditions of Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> I mean, I was in the karaoke business for years. Yeah. It's a good, it's and a good I used to talk to people. What was your, sig- of, what was your to, signature? Uh, Ring of Fire. Uh, I mean, uh, Folsom, uh, <laughs> Folsom County. <laughs> yeah, well, you were yeah. those dudes that got the crowd going by singing? Every time. Well, I'd do the same song at the start of every show, Folsom Prison, and I'd tune the uh, mixer by my own voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. And then I'd... Uh, <laughs> And then I'd play, I'd usually play uh, peanut butter jelly time at one time of the night. <laughs> uh, and I'd, I'd, I'd do what I do now. Like I would, I used to shit on people like after they sang. That was kind of <laughs> that was kind of my trademark the commentary. One of my big jokes, which I still do now with with drunks in the crowd, is I'd be like, "That's our designated driver, everyone. Just give me keys." <laughs> Someone would do like a really drunk rendition of a song, and I'd be like, "That's our DD for tonight, y'all." <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, yeah, comedy and hosting, hosting anything. Anything of that matter. That's how I started. Same, right? I That's mean, how I got started in stand-up because, like, I got that job to try and just make a living, and then yeah. I, I enjoyed it so I much. Stop working the crowd. I yep. thought I was the real cut-up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd always wanted to be a stand-up, but I did. I did acting, so I, I was like, you have to do one. I'm a man of a theater. I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot lower myself to the stand-up comedies. <laughs> but then I tried it, and I was like, nope, I'm a piece of shit stand-up. <laughs> That's funny. I fell in love with it immediately. Now get me my wax weed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that and now I like look at it the other way. Like I I look at actors, even though I date one, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. and I love one. You but date I look, an actor? I, I look at it as like a tough, tougher, that sounds hot, tough, thankless job. You know what I mean? Like where it's kind of like yeah. it is a tough job. You it's could, not, well, it's like she gr- puts so much work in. That's what sucks. I have friends who I went to acting school with who are amazing and they don't work at all. You know, and they're good looking guys and they're great actors. It's just there's no work. There's like, for every 3,000 actors, there's one job. So, yeah. And so no I matter how I'm good you well, are. I guess I'm doing well in my comedy career. So. Well, that's why I like comedy, though, because <laughs> it's like, if you're good, you'll get work. And if you stick around long enough, you will get work. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like... There, a, is, there is a meritocracy it's like sports. to comedy. Like, yeah. You can put in work and somewhat get a payoff if you really are pushing yeah. it. But yeah, like there but, is a lot of acting. I mean, granted, ability counts, but you're right. Like it is, there's 3,000 3, actors for it's every like, job. If it you're is, as good at 
comedy as Kobe Bryant is at basketball, you'll work. Yeah. If you're as good at acting as Kobe Bryant is at basketball, you may never work in your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. It's, like, yeah. it's, a, it's just that tough of a career. So now I look at it, I feel sad. I, I mean, I get sad about it. And what really sucks is I get a couple acting jobs now here and there because I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> yeah. like when you want it so bad, true, it yeah. bleeds out of you. And then when, it, when you don't give a fuck about like it. Like casually just walk in, yeah. you're like, all right. Like, I got a show at Giggles tonight. Who cares about this shit? Exactly. That's, nice. That's very Tao of you. Like, it's very enlightened. What? <laughs> what is that? Tao. Like, you Word know, like of the day. Buddhism? Yeah. Uh, I believe that was Jimmy Cotter's uh, pet's pet dog name. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's a good name for a dog. Jimmy Cotter's good name for a dogma. We have to say Jimmy Cotter wants a show obligated by law. <laughs> but, uh, Contractually obligated. We should probably start wrapping up. Um, I think so. Got nine uh, minutes. PJ, you want to? You have anything you're plugging? Anything going on with you? Um, other than the weight loss. New girlfriend. Um, yeah, you're looking good. Yeah, yeah. He's plugging uh, her. New uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Um, hey, um, losing some weight. I, oh, oh, wait. I want to see the record because she's listening right now. No, no, honey. Please don't relax. Don't. We're not going to be talking about that subject. Oh, hey. hey. What, what hole are you plugging tonight? No, there? no, no. no, no. <laughs> He's like, please stop. Please uh, no. stop now. Subject uh, over. No, uh, so, yeah. Sounds like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Since the last time we talked, I mean, now I'm currently residing around the 89, 90-pound loss range. So wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, hopefully not long from now, I'll be, I'll be leaving the 300-pound range behind. There nice, you go. Man. You yeah. can almost use the elevator in this building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you're like course. my dad, you dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a girl. Sit down and pee, too. I walked into that one. Yeah. Um, uh, kidding, of course. Yeah, you but, look great, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, Will. Um, but, yeah, like uh, a few months back, uh, Gypsy Howlin' Wolf, another comic in the scene, uh, she wanted me to meet one of her friends, a uh, young lady named Bonnie. And I was going to grandma's basement. I just missed Gypsy set and, you know, said a quick hello to her. You know, didn't think anything of it. You know, it's kind of like that moment. A like, love story at yeah, grandma's. Like, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like you said, well, like, the moment like you're not really, like, concerned or giving a shit. About a half hour later, Gypsy tests me. She goes, um, PJ, call me a half hour. Okay, and call her and say, "Yeah, my friend thought you were really cute. Like, uh, she'd like to meet you." Like, okay, yeah. So, we end up meeting just at the start of New Year at a coffee house in um, North End. Yay! Wow. (laughs) We met at a a coffee house. Going on a date is now gay. (laughs) Going on a heterosexual date. We had a couple nice Danishes. We talked about show tunes the whole time. No, um, it must be because I never get taken out on dates. That's cute. Yeah, no, we. uh, It's pretty gay when me and India. Yeah, she saw. She uh, she saw me. Yells at the waiter. So, so we. My uh, mother's a bartender. I can yell at people. Yeah. So we. she came around 6.30, and up until, like, the place closed, we talked for, like... And then she came again at 11. Oh! Hey, 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 Oh, um, by the way, by the way, she says, she says, by the way, she says right now, hello, other people, I'm plugging my own hole. Oh! Skype it. Skype it. funny, too. Bonnie? I mean, I mean, Mrs. Dr. Doom. <laughs> we got some heavy uh, editing. Yeah. And uh, you have a website or anything going Dude, on? Dude, tell her not PJ? to worry because nobody else. <laughs> well, after all that, uh, Artie goes, so uh, you got a website or anything? <laughs> so uh, I bring it all home. Uh, <laughs> just, just, be, just be easy because she is she, she is, she is kind of sensitive about that. I don't want to get in trouble. So. No last names. Uh, no, I won't. Well, yeah, it's all good. Names. Yeah. Um, we'll bleep that up. Your website, yeah. you got a, PJ's got a great Twitter we'll and Facebook. Post. 
Yeah. One, <laughs> yeah. one minute. Okay, PJ. Uh, we find you at what? PJ Chiro? Uh, PJ Chiro at uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ Brown uh, on uh, Facebook there, if you know how to type capital letters, folks. All right. And uh, I don't have any dates I can recall offhand for Comedy Studio, but I will be there. I'll post them. Fucking look for me. Um, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Will, anything last minute? Uh, yes, please. Uh, uh, WillNoonan.com, and I have a Twitter page called at WillNoonan, and I do these stand-up comedy memes. <laughs> and uh, I'd like if you retweeted them and followed me. Thank there you, you. go. J.I. Brianna, anything last minute? Last Breeclassin.com. That's pretty much all my stuff's live, on there. Live Jasmine occasionally. <laughs> nice. uh, fo- follow me on Twitter at UnfunnyHack. Uh, and uh, Bo- Dr. Doom was using that. No. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, uh, boycott a video underground in Jamaica Plain. And, and, nah. the, and the Doom Room. Next week on the show, I uh, will be a Sam J. And Sam, Sam Ike, Ike. and, and uh, Doctor Steve calling in from Weird Medicine. You might have heard him on the Opie Anthony show, but he'll yeah, be yeah. calling in this show next week. He's along great. with I have heard him a lot. He's a funny guy. Got Jim Norton to quit smoking. That's right. Nice. And uh, Craig uh, Landgren from uh, Ballpark Chase will be calling in too. So cool. yeah, that's busy a cool, show that's a big next get. week. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. And uh, so until next week, uh, listen. To our old shows and uh, enjoy <laughs> us. It's uh, a Dell Nintendo Radio show here on On Regular Radio. See you guys next week. Hola! What's up, everybody? Adam Mallet here with your quick sports flash. In the NBA, the Oklahoma Thunder clinched the number one seed in the Western Conference with a 104-95 win over the Sacramento Kings Monday night. In the NHL, the Minnesota Minnesota gave a lot to get Justin Palmerville from Buffalo, but it's paying off with four goals in six games. And Monday's victory puts Minnesota past St. Louis in a sixth place in the Western Conference and within three points of the division-leading Canucks. In the NFL, Emmanuel Sanders will stay with the Pittsburgh Steelers after they decided to match the offer from the New England Patriots. The Jets have put trade talks with the Buccaneers on hold regarding Darrell Rivas. And in baseball, Roy Halladay got his 200th career win Sunday. Also, Carlos Quinton dropped his appeal on Sunday and will serve his eight-game suspension for charging pitcher Zach Grinke. The bench-clearing brawl left Grinke with a broken collarbone. I'm Adam Mallett, and that's what's been on my radar the last week. DJ, ID84 Entertainment. Why settle for an awkward, overpriced, middle-aged man when you can get Adi to DJ your parties? Lowest prices around. DJID84.com for pricing. DJID84.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hold on to your seats. You are about to engage in a listening experience unlike anything you have ever listened to before. Adult Entertainment Radio. Listen every Thursday night from 9.30 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. Here on Wicked Good Internet Radio. For more information on Adult Entertainment Radio, check out their website at aeradioshow.com.